Hey, Farrell, where is everyone? Well, Kenny's on holiday. Mm. Loz is out wedding dress shopping. Oh, yeah. Dean might be dead. Ooh. We honestly don't know. And Darren? Oh, I'm actually not too sure. Ah, I, made ah, I made it! Well, man, you, you're pretty out of breath. You are right. Hey, what's that you're holding? Uh, a smoothie? I, I think she meant all the videos. Oh, these are this season's new releases. Our, Our hero. hero! Your magic moochie told you to? Yep. Launch the Ava! Ava launch! It's over 9,000! Konnichiwa and welcome to another episode of Kawaii Fi Radio, the podcast we look in the world of anime and manga. I'm Kyle and joining me are my co-hosts, Kenny and Kenny. Hang on, wait. <laughs> I mean, that may be partially right for me, but Farrah is definitely not a look, Kenny. I'm just looking at you right now, Carl. How can there be two Kennys here? Like what? Well, I mean, it is it is possible with surnames and so on, but we will hey. not go there. Um, you have a little bit of anxiety, yeah, separation. It's, it's, I'm, I'm having separation issues. Kenny, come back! Oh my goodness! Come back, Kenny. Loz is out dress shopping. Kenny's on holiday. You D don't know what to well. do with yourself. D, D might be dead. Oh, <laughs> she could be in a shadow. Is that what D stands for? D for dead. <laughs> Sorry, That's D. not a threat. That is not a threat. <laughs> yes, um, we are back. It is time for a season preview because, oh my lordy, the autumn slash fall anime season is upon our doorstep and its leaves are rustling and brown. And here in Australia, we're like, it's springtime and it's lovely. I was just going to say, isn't that we're going into summertime? So it's really funny hearing the whole fall anime. Yeah, thing. yeah. Well, like, uh, I know, feel why, like why, why do Americans call it fall? Because leaf fall down. <laughs> oh, is that why, is it? <laughs> I don't know, actually. Oh, I've just seen that joke Americans. everywhere. Oh, um, <laughs> no offence to our American listeners. <laughs> now, um, we do need to talk about a couple of important things that have popped up in this, um, this last couple of weeks, especially the past week. Mm -hmm. We need to talk about the My Hero Academia manga. Now, this is not to spoil anything. There is no spoilers coming here. None. In fact, this is a spoiler warning. A huge Huge warning, a we're broadcasting warning. this. Um, something heart-wrenching happened in the manga during chapter 285. It left Farrah crying yes, for a little did. bit. It left me and Kenny... Uh, me <laughs> and Aaron... Oh, Again! Uh, can we like, have a Kenny count on like, oh, the whiteboard? Like, every time it <laughs> says Google. Kenny... What's, what's the Kenny count? Um, <laughs> I, I, I will get you a texter. <laughs> um, so th there, me and Aaron both were like, oh my... Oh, Wow. I have um, overanalyzed that shot so many times. So many times. Like, I, I need... Yeah. Yeah. So, look, uh, essentially, something heart-wrenching has happened. It's a major development in the story. It's a major character development for several characters. And there are a lot of spoilers on YouTube, on Reddit, on anime forums about it. So be very careful when you're online because, be warned, this may ruin the next two seasons of the show for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And if you're a follower of mine on my socials and stuff, you know how much I particularly talk about my hero. So, mm. and if I felt really devastated, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty big. So, mm. look, be careful. It's out there and uh, it, it could cause problems for those of us who are 
you know, not up to date on the manga. So the Kenny counts at two. The Kenny counts at two right now. Let's I'm going to be generous and only have it at two. Okay, so great. Kenny, let's talk about Attack on Titan. Oh. You're doing it on purpose <laughs> I now. On purpose. I did it on purpose. So um, look, Attack on Titan final season is coming, but it's landing in December. I don't mind it landing in December. It means I can watch it because I'll probably get a bit of time off to actually. That's true. Watch. Good way to cool down for the year uh, or warm up. A warm up, definitely. The, I mean, well, in, in, in our case, warm time. up. Yeah. Spicy. Yeah. Um, so, look, the anime's official website and videos do not list a specific premiere season. So, we're used to seeing it's part of, you know, the upcoming summer season or the fall season or the spring season, whatever it might be. I wonder if it's going to be one of those one hour episodes being the final season and stuff because yeah. that's what I'm thinking. That'd be a cool be. run into it it yeah. would be but the, the big thing as well is that this is because mappa promised it would arrive in 2020 they could literally put it on the last day of 2020 and still have kept their promise i completely forgot about mappa taking over as mm-hmm. well that's clever so um as long as they do that it's fine but i mean th- this is like the big end of it and mm. to be honest with because uh, i'm reading the manga as well it's taking quite a long to reach that final final episode we are very close to it that very final point we're very close to it we're literally in the last major arc what i would consider would be the last two to three episodes of the anime for adaptation purposes Mm. yep but it's a monthly manga oh so that means the longer they wait the more time they have true to make sure they get the ending correct is this going to be like game of thrones oh could be I, I hope not. Considering they've stuck this long <laughs> to the actual source material, mm. I don't imagine they would try and change the ending from what the actual you know manga creators want. Mm. We've seen it done a few times before. We, we have, we have. Um, <laughs> so th- this takes us straight to the shows that we've uh, you know said in Consuela's immortal words. No. To this season. Um, no. Kenny. No. Oh, I said Kenny. No. Oh, man. Oh, no. Does that count or do we create a whole new count? <laughs> oh, I, th- I think Farrah needs a Kenny oh, count no. now. It's rubbing Farrah's off. Kenny count. Farrah's Kenny we count. We miss you, Kenny. I think that's what it is. <laughs> it yeah, is. We're not used to doing this without you, man. We're, we're not. He's, he's an integral part. So, you know, put an F in the chat for, you know, respect for Kenny. <laughs> 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 Press F to pay respects. Um, so, um, look, we're, we're talking about the anime this season that we immediately saw and went, no, that's not really doing it for me. Mm. Now, we, th- these th- these do fit a certain genre, let's be honest. There's they're, definitely an audience for them. Oh, yeah. Th- th- there is, but uh, we're not that audience. No. We, we like good storytelling. We like oh, something that yeah. really <laughs> connects. No look, pulling any punches. Look, I mean, uh, look, we won't know until they've been out, but from the information provided for these shows already, mm-hmm. the storytelling is set to be very limited. Yeah. So first is King's Raid, Successors of the Will, and I immediately went, it's Raid Shadow Legends, the anime. Yep. And um, that immediately makes me go, no, because we are so sick of hearing Raid Shadow Legends on uh, YouTube videos, ads. Um, and look, if we got sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends oh, at any point, no, no, I'm, oh. st- I'm still not playing it. I would. Uh, I, yeah. Look, Raid I'm Shadow a, Legends, if you want to sponsor us, I look, will play the game. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm a journalist. I have my integrity to protect. <laughs> I'm a gamer. I will play whatever you put in front of me. <laughs> But um, if they if they do sponsor us, and I'm not saying not to, mm. and I'm not saying I'll bag you out, I'm saying that I would give my honest opinion of the game. I'm not going to follow a script, so that means I probably wouldn't be allowed to talk in it. If they did sponsor us, you can guarantee we'll be doing a giveaway with the money because it'd have to be a sizable sum. Mm-hmm. Because 
Otherwise, that's just unfair on you guys as listeners. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, King's Raid, Shadow Legends, successor of the will, um, is adapted from a mobile game. It is a generic gacha mechanic style game set in a fantasy setting. There's not a lot of information given on it um, in the trailers. And as it's adapted from a mobile game, they also haven't mentioned much more. So. I mean, when we looked at the trailer before, I was like, oh, yeah, it, it could be set up to something good. And it just was like the second part of that trailer was like nothing. And I was like, yeah, oh, okay. Mm. Th- th- this also brings us to a Germanic title, which um, I will get Aaron to correctly pronunciate. You I remember name. your name. Um, um, it's Magatsu. Is that because it's German? It's V instead of W. Yep. So, Varheit. Yep. Ooh. Zurest. Close. Zuest. Zuest. The U is sort of like W, but halved. Oh, yeah. so you got dub. <laughs> so it's Magatsu Vanheit Zuest. Now, another mobile game adaptation, which, of course, as you can guess, not necessarily something we're big on. Um, all the preview videos are in soft focus, they're poorly lit, and I have absolutely no idea who the main character is. Yeah, no, yeah. you can't tell by the trailer. Like, you got people casting spells, you got these two dudes sword fighting, and honestly, who are we rooting for? Yeah. And has anyone actually picked it up yet? Or um, it has. Like, the funny thing is, both of these have been picked up by Funimation. Oh. Across the, all their brands, but the thing is, is the information is limited, and mm. these sto- from what I've had a look at, having a look at the games on the App Store, the stories are pretty limited it, already see. in the game. Oh, great. Um. And the studios who are connected with them aren't necessarily ones that are going to go and do a massive job of writing a story I, I for it. I can just see it now, the hype that Funimation will try to pull with this and be like, yeah, let's do it, let's get the game going, blah, blah, blah. And you're just like, no, it's yeah. not. Yeah. By the way, if these games want to sponsor us, I will play them. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, throw money at us, hell yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> um, just so everyone knows, Aaron will do most things for money. Um, um, especially gaming. Yeah. I do it for free already, give me money (laughs) (laughs) so um that does bring us on to warlords of this is a (laughs) norse title uh sigdrifa very close sigdrifa sigdrifa um this is another cute fighter pilots girl anime basically um they've been summoned by odin they are valkyries and they are going to pilot um so they're valkyries but without wings and they're there to pilot by the looks of it fighters can we get like Flight of the Valkyries playing for like this entire <laughs> anime? <laughs> yeah. Odin. Now, which one is that? That's the Old Father. Yeah, he Norse, the Norse. Thor's dad. Norse. So, okay, so that's very Viking, dads. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, very Viking. So, how can you have cute fighter pilot anime girls, whatever you know, and Vikings? Like, Don't know, but Odin Norway apparently still exists. Norway still exists. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, o- Odin apparently summons these girls to go and shoot down pillars which have appeared uh, across huh. the world now we're not sure if this is pillars as in like you know the pillar is i want to say pillow like a body pillow <laughs> or Could if you imagine that though like giant going body pillows bil- oh, like <laughs> in fighter planes I, I, would watch, I would actually watch that <laughs> um or if it's pillars that as in like you know the ancient greco-roman you know white See, monolithic that pillar. would make sense. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but why would there be random Greco-Roman pillars just like yeah. in the sky, I'm yeah. assuming? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No. So, like, I mean, I, I think the three of us were talking about this earlier and um, Aaron brought up an idea that it could be like, like gods. Gods contained within the pillars or riding on titans top of the pillars. Or or titans, which would be cool. Which would be cool. Yeah. But 
they don't I, I imagine like because in the previews they don't show anything other than the cute girls mm. and yeah. occasionally the fighter jets and you know men standing around them going we don't know how to fly these let's get the cute girls to do oh, it wow um, but why else would odin be involved unless it was a god level threat yeah and that that but they don't show odin they don't show the pillars they don't show any combat they just show Girl girls slice of lifestyle yeah so i'm i am concerned okay. it's it, so weird we will see what happens over the course of the season I, i'm not going to go out my way to watch yeah, it yeah i know i might give it a shot just yeah. purely because like you know i need to know you need to <laughs> yeah like once we find out what these pillars are that'll be the defining yeah. moment yeah i'll give it the th- i'll give it a three episode Fair enough. Yeah. Well, Farah, you are our test bunny. Oh, um, now, <laughs> this brings us to something disgusting. And not uh, disgusting in a um, a rude context. Or crude. Or crude context. Not it's, at all. It's just bad. It's terrible animation. Yeah. It's it really hands is. down terrible animation. This is called Pickles? Yeah. Keiru no Pickles, which is Pickles the Frog, who's a Japanese mascot. Mm. Yeah. Now, I don't believe anyone signed a streaming deal for this, and I can't blame them. Oh, <laughs> neither can <laughs> I. Yeah. Um, this is a short form anime about the mascot Pickles the Frog, and that's all I got from it. Yeah, I feel like it's a merchandising thing oh, because, like, yeah. yeah, it's just showing like all these people with their Pickles the Frog toys and interacting with them. And mm-hmm. if you watch the second trailer, you will know exactly what we're talking oh, about. Yeah, yeah th- this is like you know someone's jumped in Photoshop and decided that they were going to literally export each frame of the show by stretching and changing I the dimensions exactly of the character. What they did. It yeah. looks like yeah. it. So they paid someone really well to draw the stuff and then they just couldn't be bothered paying an because animator. Because the art itself is actually beautiful. Yes, but it's, they've it's got that bad, two contrasting art yeah. styles like for mm. Pickles and then for the world. Yeah. yeah. Which maybe it's just like, you know, represent the actual real world. And mm. him being a part of it. Oh, yeah. And like yeah. people's imagination fueling him, sort Bingo, of thing. Yeah. I mean, this definitely feels like their target audience is the kids. Definitely. Like, this, this is to get the parents to have to buy more merch. These, <laughs> these, this merch come January for the you new year. You reckon the children would watch this stuff? I reckon they put it on a children's time slot. Yeah, definitely. And I'd be willing to bet that that's the time slot it's been slotted oh, into. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, as we know, most anime tend to be put out in Night. the nighttime yeah. time slots. They're quite late. Um, I mean, geez, even um, Love Life is going out at like 10 oh yeah PM no or that's very late yeah Oof. so you know not not really surprising in that regard Mm-mm. um but this doesn't i don't think this time slot for this one's there we like i didn't pay that much attention i'll be perfectly honest because i'm not mm. gonna watch it i that's totally there's no fair. streaming partners mm. and to be honest it's a short form and it's not a good short form if it was a good short form different matter mm. um be, but we haven't seen like there was last year there were so many good short form anime and this year there's been practically none yeah, like, which is, yeah, it's a bit upsetting because like you you like those short forms as like a bit of a palate cleanser between the big ones. Yeah, like um, uh, our Chan um was really good. We had a couple that was of very good actually. Yeah, and that was only ten minutes a pop. And then you've got things like you know I can't understand what my husband is saying or yep. love is like a cocktail, which are ten minutes or so. Love that one. And but they're nice. They're quick and easy, and it's like you know you've got. You might be on lunch break at work. You've eaten your food. And you're like, what am I going to do for 10 minutes? I'll watch some anime on my phone. Why not? Heck yeah. And, you know, they're good. They're heartwarming. They leave you feeling good. Whereas pickles definitely don't. <laughs> pickles nope. leaves me confused. <laughs> yeah, very, very. I mean, th- there is that other one this season, which is the Rail Lords one. Like, it's the oh, girls who yeah. are Rail Romantic or something. It's yeah. about three minutes a pop. Um, but it's. I, I think it's. it doesn't it, have anything to it. It doesn't have any, like... There's no flesh to it. Yeah. Mm. Like... 
it seems like a good concept, but then it's also sort of like the Azure Lane sort of concept. Yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah. So. I mean, it's going to be targeted to the male audience anyway. Oh wait, no, I'm thinking of the other one, but. No, no, this, this this definitely is. It's all it's all sweet little girls. Yeah. Who oh. are incarnations of train rail lords or something? They operate the trains, but yeah. it's unclear if they also are the trains. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, wow. um, that's where we'll leave the wonderful section that we refer to as the. No. Anime. Um, so let's talk about the show ahead because we do need to get stuck in. It's season preview time. It's a chock-a-block episode. Um, there is a lot to talk about because a lot of the COVID-delayed animes are coming out this season. Mm-hmm. So lots of us to us to talk about. And hey, you know, if you're enjoying what you're hearing so far, hit that subscribe button. We'd love to have you on board for the rest of the show and le- rest other episodes we've got coming out. And we do, of course, have our end-of-year anime awards coming up Ooh. in a few months' time as well. And that is going to be our big production Do time. we get dressed up for that? Yes, we do. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And then afterwards, we'll probably just go to like a dingy diner and order some sushi. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but before we do get into the episode's main topic, it is time to get stuck into the anime news. Making headlines. Really? Awesome. Anime news. Well, yes, it is time to have a look at what's been going on in the world of anime and manga the past fortnight. In this episode, we are starting with a question. Would you crowdfund an anime? Yes, I would. Yep. Uh, it depends on what they showed for it and like what the rewards were. Like, I'm very mm. picky with my crowdfunding. Yeah. Well, the, the reason we're asking this is that a crowdfunding site for anime is launching in November in Japan. It's called Anime Fund, and it's based in Chiba Prefecture. And the whole point of it is to... The company essentially aims to provide a new way for anime fans to support the production of their favourite shows and also promote the actual content as it's produced. So um, this kind of comes after several recent successful um, you know, anime crowdfunding projects like Spice and Wolf's VR anime project. Mm-hmm. Um, Teasing Master Takagi had a VR anime project. And just this week, season three of Dropkick on My Devil was successful in its um, funding through... I think they did it through Kickstarter as well. Um, and this was for their third season. So that hit its funding goal in 33 hours this week. And Damn. the idea behind it is that they couldn't really do much outside of the show. All they could really do was create the show and that was it. And they wanted to find a way so that they could have a little bit extra money to bump up the production quality and also provide additional content such as animation cells and so on for the backers of certain levels so that they'd have something each month to look forward to, whether it's a little short or something else. Um, It's kind of an interesting approach though. It is, but I'm a bit confused because like, now, this company, is it run by some people in Japan? Who's mm. actually running this company? Like, this is the mm. question I have. So, um, Anime Fund is a new company. It's been, from what I've had a look at the the people involved in it, it's it's not a non-profit organization. Uh-huh. It's, you know, it's, it's definitely a for-profit company. Um, but uh, I, to be honest, considering the anime industry, that doesn't surprise me. Mm. Um, but from what I can see of the staff and people involved in it, they are all people from the anime industry. It's not an external sort of okay. thing. There are you know external business people there to help support them, but they're not there. You know the head honchos, the CIOs, or anything like that. Okay. So the, it is people who have an existing connection with the industry and with existing studios. That's a good start. Um, yeah, and the fact that they're starting to talk about it now as opposed to just when it launches, like, hey, we're here, mm. suggests that they do want to get themselves in the minds of people as they launch. They do 
clear i mean november is a perfect time to launch crowdfunding for you know anime that's coming out in january or anime that's coming out in you know the the seasons following it because you can get it started early yeah um so for shows like uh, a prime example um the tennis original anime yeah um a couple of seasons ago uh stars align or a, mm-hmm. that couldn't get a second season because the studio wouldn't fund it Ooh. and because it was an original like the second half of it and the, the writer created the story on the basis of having 24 episodes and he only got 12 so the story was never finished this could help solve those problems when studios don't step in but there's a big enough fan base to support production of the second half okay i can go with that but like you know there's a there's a lot to it but Mm. i'm just i mean i'd love to be able to say i put some money towards an anime that's being made like my you know my contribution has happened and i've done crowdfunding yeah and i've seen successful crowdfunding the only thing is i i fear that it would fold quite quickly you know that's that, that's the concern it's it's how they're going to pay well their goes. staff how much pressure they're going to put on staff to actually put this content out because mm. crowdfunding's not an easy thing you have to have actually a business plan yeah well ahead yeah and it you know you like, let's get the money going you know but no there's a lot of things that go into crowdfunding and i mean kudos to them for giving it a go and yeah. I'm, I'm curious i'm gonna keep watching this this go down but I need more. You it, know? Uh, to to be honest, I think it'll take at least a year, maybe two, to know if it's been a success. Mm. Yeah. Um. And and that that's going to be the case for a lot of these things. Like you can say that we've given money to a studio for something, but whether or not they can follow through, whether there's legal requirements in Japan for it, that that's up to up in the air because I don't know. Yeah. Well, a thing like that isn't going to be an overnight success. No, absolutely. You know, I'd rather pay to for better living conditions for the uh, animators and pro- you mm. know, the producers and stuff yeah. like that. And that actually brings us on to something which one of our... Um, we actually had an email from a fan this week who um, caught us... Uh, they're apparently a subscriber. Um, do we do a shout-out? Yeah, I, th- hey, I think buddy. we should. Um, his name's Tyler. Um, Tyler, thank you very much for the email. Hey, Tyler. Now, How you going? Tyler did send us a Kickstarter, which is about the it's 2020 new anime-making system project. Now, oh. this is a music video project that's teamed up with YouTube performers and other groups that pays animators for it fairly and strives for better working environments in the industry. Oh, beautiful. Now, this is quite small and niche so far. It hasn't got a lot of backers. We will have this shared across our social media um, when this episode goes live Mm -hmm. Um, but it's quite an interesting concept and it's looking at um, essentially trying to find ways to support and build a better living standard for animators and designers in Japan Mm. by creating projects where they get paid at a higher rate at a more reasonable rate yeah which would then transition to conditions being expected in the industry. Yeah. Um, now, one of the big things that this points out as well is that the average monthly salary for salary, it's, it's, it's a salary salary. Mm, um, the average crunch. monthly salary for yes. young animators in their 20s, I've given up, guys. Um, I'm What's calling, our name real quick? Uh, Kenny and Loz. No. <laughs> um, so the average monthly salary for a young animator in their 20s is about 90000 Yen. Now that equates to about 800-ish US dollars, give or take. Ooh. So that's Ooh, 200 US a week. For us, that'd be probably about 300 Australian a week. That's not enough to live on, really. Not at all. Um, so as you can imagine, it struggles and then they get burnout as well. Yeah. They work overtime mm. because they're paid. I mean, a lot of older studios do per cell. Mm. So per scene that you've done, um, per individual frame. Um 
Kyoani doesn't. Kyoani's got their own rules, and they're one of the leaders in the industry because of that. Um, and that, you know, it, it, there's a lot that needs to be talked about in the way animators are treated. And it's a, it's a big deal. So look, we're going to be sharing this and promoting it because I think it's a really good thing. So prime example here, um, animators typically are paid per frame, 300 frames at 1.8 US dollars a frame. Ooh. So 200 yen a frame. That's 540 US dollars. That's so and sad. So can you imagine over two weeks, you've created 300 frames. Mm. And if they're working at, you know, 30 frames a second or 24 frames a second, that's only, that's only you know, a couple of seconds of animation. Yeah, that's and not good. Yeah, that's got to be exhausting. So... If any animator draws 300 frames a month, they only earn about 500 US dollars a month. And that's if they're in one of those places. It also results in the drop, the art quality dropping as well because they burn Drastically, out. Drastically, yeah. So, and that's like, what? Mm. That was per month, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's 10 frames a day. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I can't draw like 10 full pictures with good detail in Well, a I day. can't draw full stuff. Oh, you beat me to it. <laughs> Barrett. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> but yeah, look, um, I think it's a really worthy cause, so we're definitely going to get behind it. And once again, Ty, thank you for letting us know about it. Support and your local artists. Mm-hmm. Support your animators. 100%. They do the hard work so that we can have a good life. Yeah. They do. Um, now, on to um, two ones we'll quickly cover. Um, CG Lupin. Finally coming to Western cinema. Um, G-Kids will separately release the film theatrically in selected theatres on October 23rd. It's showing in US screens on October 18th for the dub uh, for the sub and October 21st for the dub now usually whenever G kids announce a US release date you can be sure their local distributors will have a similar date in mind mm. so we should be seeing this on our screens in the next month I think I saw something about this and I'm pretty sure it's got a really good dub towards it as well oh yeah 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 no it's a really good dub uh, I think Tony it's... Oliver and stuff like that are in it yep, yeah they, they've kept the same cast that yeah, they've had good. for years and they know exactly how to you good know paint the yeah, characters solid. um and also we need to talk about horrible subs Oh, no. Now, um, Kiss Anime, the piracy site, went down a few mm-hmm. months ago. Horrible Subs are also another group considered to be a piracy site by most, um, you know, it groups. Was yeah, well, look, um, they ended their activity this week, claiming they are shutting down due to COVID impacting them. Eh? Yeah, don't believe that. Um, <laughs> How believe can COVID... It, okay, no, I'm not even going to go. There. Yeah, I, I, I tried to make sense of it and the comments disagree on it. But look, in all likelihood, what has happened is they've shut down because they've seen a lot of other piracy sites get taken down. A lot of other places are getting, you know, a lot more cautious with what they share. And to be perfectly blunt, Horrible Subs did start out as a fan subbing group. They did. But in the past five years, everyone has been saying that they've been ripping the videos directly from streaming platforms forms like Crunchyroll, Anime Lab, Funimation, Wackenim, because they don't like the team's quite small. There's no way they can do that many anime a season and the dub the subtitles match directly what is being released on the streaming platforms. Uh. So if they're, you know, sharing content which they is you know, if it was fan subbed, it still remains in the grey area. Mm. It's not fan subbed, so it's definitely piracy. 
Yeah. So that that's the question, and I, I can completely understand yeah. why um, they would take the step to shut down because do it before you get taken down. Yeah. Mm. Look, I'm one of the firm believers that you support the streaming sites 100%. You oh, pay yeah. for your content. And you know what? If you don't pay for it, you still get it for free. Yes, you might get it a week behind, whatever. You still mm. get that content. That said, I'm a bit you know, saddened that we don't get the content of the back catalogue stuff. Yeah. That is the only thing that I would be like, you know. Yeah. Look, so look I, I'm, I mean, look, we're, we're not saying piracy is okay. No, by we're means. not. What we're saying is that streaming services still have a way to go to get to the point where you can access things you want to in a timely manner without having to do ridiculous paywalls or say silly things like some Funimation voice actors did a few weeks ago when Kiss Anime went down where they're saying if you can't get it, you shouldn't have it. And that's not the way media work. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's about providing information whether that is you know news or mm-hmm. videos or content in an accessible way for your viewers to all markets. And that's something that streaming platforms, especially Funimation and Crunchyroll, have done a great job in recent years of expanding so that more people have access to it. But as I said, we still have a way to go. Because was like Crunchyroll originally like a fan-created thing when they was like... I'm not sure, actually. I wouldn't have the slightest. I have to look that up. I'm pretty sure there was something about that. But mm-hmm. yeah, look, support streaming sites if we yeah. don't they you know they're the ones that get the um products to us you know mm-hmm. just do it but you know there's days when i'm like i'd love to watch nana on digital platforms and stuff like that yeah you well know, i mean like a prime example how long did it take ghibli to get on digital platforms yeah, yeah. like you you couldn't even buy the dvds half the time because they released them just like disney did from the vault style mm. yeah so there was restrictions on how you could get hold of them i mean in saying that though funimation and anime lab recently have been adding a lot of back catalog stuff they have they definitely and have. so i'm quite excited and with that we're, we're also seeing especially with retro crush i can't wait for that's international release which is the retro streaming service which has Ooh, a yes, massive please. back catalog of stuff that was never released outside of japan that's a Sounds good. Yeah, so mm. that that's coming too. Um, but look, the, these are all neither here nor there. Mm. But we do have to say goodbye to horrible subs. And See it's, you later. You know, it's it's a shame that they ended up becoming uh, you know another piracy site. Um, yeah. But for what they were in the beginning, fan subbing and bring a lot of great anime to us, which would not have been accessible in the early two thousands. We give them respect for that period. Yeah. I think the one thing I would like to see in the future, maybe two years time, is get rid of region locks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, that's stopping me big time right now. That's yeah. the only thing stopping me as well. I love my Yu-Gi-Oh! And we can't get Reigns or Sevens here in Australia. And yeah. I need it. Yeah. So there's a, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. But, you know, we'll mm. we'll have to see. We're in the digital age now and things are moving. So yeah. it's, rapidly. it's rapidly moving. All right. Well, those are the chat topics. But here's what else has been making headlines this week. First up, we've got some good news for anime fans in South America. Funimation has announced their service expansion to Mexico and Brazil will launch in December with over 200 anime series. Shows will be available with Spanish and Portuguese subtitles with dubs planned for several anime series and films. Staying with the streaming platforms, retro streaming service Retro Crush has unveiled its October editions with four Saint Seiya films landing on the platform this month. Alongside them, the anime series Allison and Lilia and Requiem from the Darkness will be available over the course of the coming month. There's been a number of announcements for upcoming anime the past fortnight, starting with the news My Hero Academia is returning next year. The franchise's Twitter announced the series will premiere in the spring 2021 season and will cover the joint training arc where Class 1A is pitted against Class 1B. Two of last season's anime have announced a second season is in the works as part of their final episodes this past week. 
Both Rent-A-Girlfriend and Uzaki-chan Wants to Hang Out will be returning to our screens, though neither series has announced when their second season is planned for release. Also announcing a new season is Fruits Basket. After its second season came to an end, the remake of Takaya Natsuki's manga will be receiving a final season in 2021, finishing the story's new adaptation. That Time I Got Reincarnated as a Slime has confirmed it's been rescheduled to January after being delayed earlier this year for its second season. The two-course series was originally slated for the upcoming fall season, but was pushed back due to the impact of COVID-19 on production. And with Sword Art Online Alicization finally coming to end, the franchise's next project has been announced. An adaptation of Sword Art Online Progressive is now in the works, which retells the Ironcrad arc in much more detail than the original books. Heading to the bookshelves, and more manga have announced their ends are on the way. The manga adaptation of Sextuplet's comedy series Mr. Osamatsu is coming to an end on November 26th, high school romance series You Got Me Senpai is ending on October 24th, and high school animal hit Stars is coming to an end in three chapters, with its final chapter expected around mid-October. From manga that are ending to those that are already done, both High Score Girl and The Promised Netherland are receiving new one-shot stories in the coming months. The High Score Girl manga ended in 2018, and this month's one-shot will focus on Kaharu Hidaka, who is a middle school teacher close to 30 years old. The Promised Netherlands manga ended in June and will have a special one-shot release this week in Weekly Shonen Jump with it focusing on Minerva's Code. It's not clear if this is the same as the special chapter due for release at the upcoming Promised Netherland exhibition in Tokyo. And today marks the 25th anniversary of Neon Genesis Evangelion's release with some good news for fans of the series. This weekend, G-Kids announced they have licensed the anime and original films for redistribution on Blu-ray and digital platforms in North America. This will be the first time the series has been released on Blu-ray in North America, having been out of print since ADV's collapse in 2009. However, it's unclear if the release will be using the original ADV subs and dubs or the new Netflix version. And that's your anime news for the week ending October 4th, 2020. That's a lot of anime. Oh, there's so many. No, I didn't watch them all. Autumn anime. Ah, yes. The trees, they're blowing. The leaves, they're falling. And the anime season is upon us. Once again. We have to spring to it. Yes, because of spring here in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> like um, look, it is time to get stuck in. We are running way over time because of our chats, but let's we're going to run over time anyway. It's a season preview. Um, let's get stuck in fairly early with I'm Standing on a Million Lives. Now, this is... Um, I'm not sure what to really say about I'm Standing on a Million Lives, except that I probably will check it out. Um this is a action drama fantasy game shonen series. Mm. Um, it's by Maho Film. Um, they're pretty new-ish. Never heard of them. Um, the only notable one that they did was founded in 2018. The biggest one is if it's for my daughter, I'd even defeat a demon lord. And um, oh yes, 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 and yes, 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 yes. That, if you know anything about the manga, is quite questionable um, because essentially the daughter grows up and he marries her. I uh, beg your pardon. Uh, yep. Nope, 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 nope. They don't cover that in the adaptation. Thank goodness. Yeah, but that's that's how the manga ends. It's creepy as. Um, 
So I'm standing on a million lives. This is airing on Crunchyroll and Annie One at the moment. Those are the only platforms which have been given it. Um, it's originally a manga. 12 episodes of it are coming and it airs on Fridays um, at 10 p.m. in Japan. The story focuses on Yutsuya Yusuki, along with his classmates Shindo Iu and Hakazaki Kuso. Um, they've been transported to a strange and unknown world inhabited, inhabited, inhabited by on, mythological creatures. And as soon as they arrive, they meet somebody calling himself the Game Master. Now, if you've seen the trailer, this is a big creepy looking head. Oh, yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, the one that's sort of like cut off cut the off eyes. And, yeah, it's yeah. a bit strange. Um, he then grants them a time-limited quest. To aid them in this quest, he bestows Shindo and Hazuki, uh, Hakozaki with the roles of a magician and a warrior, and Yotsuya is granted the role of a farmer. Sounds like a nice life. Yeah, um, this is how a hectic life of adventuring ah. begins for three students who now have no choice but to complete random quests for several phases in the fantasy world if they want to stay alive and protect the real world from the demons and monsters that could spill out from it. I'm already passing on it. <laughs> no. Yeah. It sounds um, like some sort of isekai gone wrong. Yeah. yeah. So this is isekai number one of this season. Yay! One sekai. Um, one sekai. Um it's look the second season's already planned and approved really oh, yep that's coming mid next year manga's been running since 2016 has actually got a fairly big sw- uh, following if you have a look at the reddit thread for uh, the reddit page I should say for the um, the group it's it's over uh, I think about 60,000 uh, uh, members uh. that's still over 9,000 it's still over 9,000 <laughs> which is promising it's promising but it does um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to give it three episodes. This me. Um, I, I just want to. I want to see how they're going to do the premise, but I'm. It does feel a bit generic. Right, you do that for me. I'll just give it a hard pass. Yeah. Well, well, like from what we saw from the trailer, and as we were discussing earlier, like mm-hmm. his tactics are different from what we usually see in this sort of thing. Like normally, it's a we'll band together, we'll come together, we'll do this. Mm-hmm. Whereas you know what, I'm going to call him Yo-Yo. <laughs> like a Jojo, but like oh, Yo-Yo. Because yeah, he's yo-yo. got that sort of thing going with his name. Yo-yo. Yo-Yo's like, oh no, we'll all go our own ways. Only one of us needs to survive. And it's like, okay, that's new and refreshing, but also, why are you like this? Yeah. Well, if he's the farmer, I guess he could be the respawn point. Yeah. <laughs> if they can respawn. Then they have can to Can they respawn? I believe so. The, oh. Something in the trailer mentioned about like they respawn after 30 minutes or 20 minutes or something. Then what are the stakes? I don't know. I think it's if all three of them die, they don't respawn. Oh, then yeah, he's got a brilliant idea by just tending to his farm. Yeah, I don't make the food and stuff no. so they can get their gear. Um, but yes, this is streaming as I said on Crunchyroll and Anyone on Fridays. First episode lands this week ahead. It's not out yet, so um, we will know more very shorty. Woo, um, very shorty. I'm, I'm shorty. This is why we need to do vocal warm-ups. We do need to do the vocal ones. What is that? You know, the tip of the tongue. The exactly. So. You can do that. You can stop calling us Kenny now. Sorry, Kenny. <laughs> ah, son of a. That is the one. That's five. <laughs> All right, um, <laughs> Farah, run us through what Adachi to Shimamura is. Yeah, it's a it's a origin from a light novel, and it's gonna be on like Anime Lab, Animation, Wakanim. You know, mm-hmm. so it's got the twelve episode limit as well. No for skipping class on the regular. Two girls' lives become entwined when they find each other on the second floor of the gym. From there, Adachi and Shimamura's what are names? Friendship slowly grows as they play ping pong and hang out. But when something happens that changes their relationship, how will they react? 
Du, du, du. Dumb. <laughs> I think we could all say what this anime is going to be. Well, about. yep. This is the first Yuri series I've seen in a while that appears to be exploring the intricacies of a lesbian relationship without focusing on fan service. But ping pong is it? Is it actually a lesbian relationship, okay. or is this just baiting. traditional Yuri baiting? Mm-hmm. So Loz actually, um, me and Loz were chatting about this, and she gave us a really good quote, which I asked her to use, and that's: "These stories are often told with school-age girls, as if to imply it's a childish phase they'll grow out of." Um, there is this very common trope that you can be in love with a woman in school, but then you have to grow up. Now, I kind of agree with what she's saying because if you have a look at um, Scum's Wish, Scum's Wish, Citrus, um, Sakura Trick. There's all this, you know, high mm. school rom- romance between girls, and the series ends when they graduate and have to become adults. Yeah, and they have to get married to their husbands and become the traditional housewife sort of blah blah. Yeah, blah. but the way I saw this is, it's a potential to have a coming into it and realizing who you are before you have to leave school, and then yeah. like you grow up and you like. I know a lot of my friends have had that moment during high school or very mm. shortly thereafter where they've come to terms with, oh, I'm not attracted to men like I thought I was, like everyone mm-hmm. made me think I was. I'm actually attracted to women. Yeah. I should follow that. Yeah. And th- look, if this story is done well, mm. it could be good. Even better, if this story was set at university, I think it would oh, have yeah. a lot okay, there more would be credence. Something a bit different there. Yeah. 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 Um, but it's, it's going to be... The whole situation, I feel, is going to be a bit unclear until like the last few episodes. Yeah. So, it, um, similar to how Given waited until episode ten yeah. for that big moment, um, I I feel like oh. if there's going to be a big moment, it will be at the end. Well, the best way to do it is to keep them coming for what they think is going to happen, yeah. and then you don't give it to them until the last possible moment because then you're done and you don't need them coming back. So it could work in two ways. It could either yeah. go bang straight into it. Yep. And that would be amazing because that's like, right, this is a mm. completely different anime from what we've seen. Or it could just follow the same trip over and so over again. So it's essentially whether we're going to get, you know, the, the same old, um, you know, Yuri baiting series mm-hmm. or if we get something like Yuri on Ice. Where it's I mean, very, that kind of was a bit baited till about midpoint as yeah, well. But where it's definitely exploring it's, oh, it's definitely the point, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's it's interesting. Now this is done by Tezka Productions, and need I say more? If you don't know that name, uh, you'd need to listen to some of our anime history segments. Um, Tezka is the essentially the godfather of modern anime. He's did, okay. created Astro Boy, Dororo, Kids on the Slope, Quintessential Quintuplets was there recently, Blackjack. Wow. All of the old school like original anime from like the sixties and seventies was Tezka's. So it's how interesting. Yeah. Now this studios continue going on even though he's passed on. Yeah, yeah. But it's still amazing, and the the quality of stuff they put out is always top notch. That's what stood out to me was the quality of the animation mm. stuff, and that's probably what I'm drawn to. But I yeah. am curious about how they're going to play this. If it is going to be the whole baiting thing after the three episodes, I'm going to give it up because yeah. I, I can't do that. Again. Too much bait already. It's yeah. just we've seen that so many times. Let's move on. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I'm in a similar boat. All right, let's go a little bit cyberpunky um, because I know me and Kenny and Aaron all saw this and went, "Ooh, this is shiny." Looks <laughs> <laughs> um, this is Akuma Drive. Akuma Drive. It's such a good name. <laughs> um, Aaron, run us through it. Okay. Um, many years ago, a great civil war ravaged Japan, leaving the country fragmented between two regions, Kansai and Kanto. 
In Kansai, a group of six Akudama carry out missions grant given to them by a mysterious black cat while evading the police. But a dangerous journey is about to unfold when a civilian girl becomes twisted into Akudama's way of life and witnesses their criminal drives. Now, if you've seen the preview trailer for this, this is like someone went and got Black Lagoon and made it cyberpunk. Yes, this is very mm-hmm. cyberpunky. I even got some Final Fantasy VII sort of yeah. vibes because there's that huge class divide. Yeah, and there's I love this. The only thing connecting the two regions is the Shinkansen. The oh bullet really? Train. Bullet train. But the bullet train is like so different. It's like you know, yeah. vivid, glowing purple and mm-hmm. neon yellow. And yep. it's well, like, I, I, can't, I like that. I like that whole cyberpunk thing. So oh, that yeah. would be cyberpunk is just such a aesthetic. Yeah. yeah, it also kind of reminds me of an old CG film from the two thousands, which was Vexile. Now that was one where Japan cut itself off from the world because something had happened inside Japan Ooh. and the people had become kind of infected with a robotic virus. Oh, clever! Um, and so then a group of <laughs> <laughs> look in hindsight for twenty twenty, that's clever. Yeah, yeah. True, um, fair. Um, but um, because of um, you know that they obviously kept themselves separated, and then they have like an elite squad go in and break in through like the the gates, and once again futuristic aesthetic high on the cyberpunk side of things it was pretty cool so i'm actually really excited about this like this is one i'm really kind of want to see where they go with it yeah same but um look i mean we we can talk about it for days but this is a this is quite easy and it's it's actually um we forgot to mention so adachi to shinomura we do this every time um that's on anime lab funimation wakanim airs on friday morning at Mm. just before 2 a.m two minutes to 2 a.m in the morning on friday um, and Akuma Drive Thursdays at 9.30 at night, which is actually quite an early time slot. Um, yeah, that's things considered. Like prime winding um, downtime. This is Studio Perot. So you'd recognize them from Tokyo Ghoul and, of course, every long-running Shonen series ever. Naruto, Black hey. Clover, Bleach. <laughs> like, so my boys. It's got some good stuff back here, so I probably mm. will give it, a, give it a shot. I don't know if I'd get, wake up or stay up at 9.30 on Thursday night to watch it. Well, the good news for us is that currently Japan is two hours ahead of us. That's 7.30. Yep. Oh, even better. <laughs> so if we'll get simulcasts with uh, the subs, mwah, we yeah. can watch that easy. Yeah. Easy. That's like a dinner time viewing. You know, yeah. actually, we're good where we're at because I was just thinking we're gonna, Daylight Savings is going to start soon again for the East Coast. Yep. They're going to be even worse. Yep. Yep. It's going to really suck for them. They're actually mm. going to be the hour afterwards, all yeah, these shows, if you're much. on the East Coast yeah. of Australia. Sorry, guys. You'll have to wait for the next morning. Um, all right. Let's talk about something that I didn't know I needed, and now that I've seen it, I can't wait for it. <gasps> yes. This is Assault Lily Bouquet. You should see these guys' faces right now. They've like got the biggest grins on their mouth. <laughs> it's, oh I, I, I think I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, and I'm like, this for some reason gives me a bit of like Neon Genesis meets with Madoka Magica. Yeah. As a vibe. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I, I, I can and see how you'd have that impression. Yeah. Now that I've watched the first episode, because it dropped last night, um, two nights ago, actually. Yeah. And, oh... Oh my goodness! I actually really like it. Yes, I I thought this was going to be idols. Okay, so um, Assault Lily Bouquet is a the origins a mixed media project. It's got games, it's got mangas, it's got bushy road um, music. Yeah, bushy yeah. road music as well. Though the thing is, this doesn't have a music focus in it. No, not at all. Weird, isn't it? Yeah, because it feels very idolish the way they've done the character designs, the way they're differentiated, and the way they're set as a group. 
Um, so this is a action, magic, fantasy, sword-wielding sort of show. Yep. Um, essentially, it's going to be on almost everything. So it's on Amazon Prime Japan. Wow, got Amazon Prime too. It's on Animax Asia. All of Funimation stuff, Oof. and if that's the case, it will probably also end up on um, Anime Plus yeah. um, Asia. It'll probably end up on Animax as well, but they haven't confirmed all the like. We're still very early in the season; we haven't confirmed all the streamers yet. I think it will land on. I'm surprised it hasn't landed on High Dive because um, Bushiro mm. do a lot of stuff with High, with High Dive. Dive yeah. So I'm wondering why that's not the case. I think it might be because Shaft is the studio behind it. Right. So, so they got shafted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, Shaft, you'll recognise if you've watched any of the Monogatari series, Madoka Magica, Arakawa Under the Bridge, Nisekoi, um, the list goes on. But um, initially I was concerned about the writing, considering it's based on a mobile game as well and that mm. mixed media format. And now that I've seen it, I was so wrong. Time to get the game. If you give us some dollary doos, dollary doos, and we'll play that for you. I think this is going to be the one that a lot of people will be talking about this season. So I'm definitely in for sure. I saw the music. So, um, essentially, here's the 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 plot on Earth in the near future. Humanity faced imminent destruction from mysterious giant creatures known as Huge. Now, I'm not a big fan of that name, but we'll let it go. Because it's so good. <laughs> the entire world unites against the huge and successfully develops weaponry known as charm. Counter huge arms. Um, as in armaments. Um, great. No, a- they're that's just beefy arms. They go to the gym yeah, too big, much. Just big gyms. Um, a good backronym there. Um, by combining science and magic. Charm exhibits high rates of synchronization with teenage girls. Neon Genesis, and the girls who use charm are viewed as heroes called lilies. Throughout the world, garden military academies are established to train lilies to face the huge and to serve as bases to protect and guide people. And this is a story about uh, fighting girls who aim to become lilies at one such garden. I'm in. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. It gets even better because the main character's name is Riri. Really? And every with when you use an R in Japanese, it tends to be L. So she's everyone calls Lily. her Lily. It's like oh, brilliant, Lily the Lily. It's Lily. perfect. So you remember her name because they're forget. always talking about lilies. So it's easy to just be like, oh yeah, Lily the Lily. Yeah. <laughs> now the world building is really well done. Okay, good. Like, incredibly well done and oh, logical too. Holy cow! Like there's this scene where they show where the academy is based. And then they zoom out and show how all the cities have avoided being built anywhere near the academy because the academy purposefully attracts the huge to fight them there so they don't impact civilian areas. Um, They also have like... um, There's just so much. All the surrounding areas seem to be specifically catered towards battling the huge. Yeah. Like there's little nooks and crannies for the huge to like sort of go, oh, that looks like a safe spot and they'll hide in it. Mm. But obviously it's a hunting ground. Yeah. For the, the lilies to go into. Oh, yeah. Um, artwork's beautiful, too. Oh, yeah. Like, wow. Um, scenery. Especially well. that opening scenery on the train. When the, Is it a train? Is it a tram? Is it a cart? I don't know. I, I'd definitely say it's more of a tram, yeah. yeah. You, you know the thing in Spirited Away? Yeah. Yeah, that tram train thing. It's one of those. Uh, yeah. yeah. You see it in a lot of anime. You do. So um, I reckon this one definitely get a dub if Funimation has picked it up. Um, so it is getting a dub. It is getting, it is yeah, getting a dub. Go. They haven't confirmed cast, but they have said it's on the dub list. Um, now, this could go either way. They've done really well to start with. So this yep. could be like Madoka where there's a great dark underside and it's slowly revealed and the story gets more and more in depth. Or it could go the way of 2019's Grand Bell. 
where the first first episode's like, wow, a lot is going on, and when all's said and done, it's poorly planned and relies on edgy aesthetics and like. Yeah, we've just got to be careful with these so, ones because it could be more of a marketing thing as well. Yeah, um, whenever it's a mixed media project, I always yeah. wonder about that because yeah. I mean, like, I mean, obviously, no offense to the Love Life franchise, the anime is there to. Support. Look after the entire franchise, that's not it. just the anime. Yeah, and the, a lot of the, that's why I was saying with the game ones, it's often the case that they're not as well written as those that are focusing on being an anime. Yeah. So, we will see. But um, this one is on, as I said, Amazon Prime Japan, Animax Asia, Anime Lab, Funimation, Wackenim throughout Europe. It will get other places as well. I think this is even on Wackenim Germany as well, which has a very limited um, amount of information on their. Oh, ah, Deutschland. Yeah, Deutschland. Yeah. Nine, nine seconds in Deutsch. Um, so it is on. Friday at 1.28am in the morning. Um, we believe 12 episodes and it's rated PG. Now, let's get a bit slimy. <gasps> this um, I think we'll have to let Aaron talk about because this is definitely one of your ones that you're quite interested in this season, isn't it? Yes, this is. Um, it, I saw the trailer for this and it appealed to me on a deep level because... When I play the Pokemon games, I love breeding Pokemon. I love having those little farms where you get to, like, mm. befriend all the little things. And this one, like, the concept of it is it's this guy who's basically got a slime farm. And the mm. slimes help him with things. Wasn't there and a game called Slime Rancher or something? There was, and I loved it. Oh, well, there you for go. For obvious wow. reasons. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the summary for this one is only 39 years into a life full of bad luck, Ryoma Takebayashi passes away in his sleep. Taking pity on him, three divine beings show compassion by reincarnating him as a young boy to a magical new world. So it's another isekai. Oh, and this is called By the Grace of the Gods. Oh yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, By the Grace of the Gods. Um, now he spends his time researching and caring for slimes. But after healing an injured traveller, Ryoma decides to set out with his new friends on a journey to use his power to help others. And the slimes are so cute! They are adorable. Oh my God. And like... The, there's like hundreds of little ones and then they come together to make big ones and they give certain boosts and they do certain things with their elements. It's just, oh, so cute. I'm leaving this one to you guys. I now, think. this is definitely getting a dub yeah, because it is co-produced by Funimation. This is essentially a Funimation original. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's the first one they've done in a long time. That's why you support your streaming sites. Mm-hmm. Yet so, this... This is also by Maho Films, the first one we talked about, uh, Standing on a Million Lives, the ones that did If It's My Daughter, I'd Even Defeat the Demon Lord. Um, yeah. But one thing I will say, like, I mean, we can't judge a studio based on the content of the anime. No, no we can't. We can judge it on the quality of the animation and yep. the way it's produced. And if there's one thing I can say for If It's For My, my Daughter... It was really well produced. That's good. And this looks really good too. Mm. So oh, yeah. They, I, it, from what I've had a look at Maho Film, they've only got about five titles that they've been head development on, but they've done a lot of work as, you know, in between animators, keyframe animators, and so on. So okay, they're used okay. to being a support studio. Mm. Cool. So they, they know the industry, which is good. And they've only been around since 2018, so that's not bad that they've got five under their belt in that time. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah. Um, it looks relaxed and chilled, low stakes, but enough of a world concept that it, I don't think it's going to be dull. No. I really don't. I think it's definitely going to be one of those fun little adventure ones that, yeah. like, you grow attached to the characters quite easily. Yeah. Um, like, the slimes aren't done in a gross way either. They're, they're really cute. They're really cute looking. <laughs> like, you have to see it. Like, they've, they've got their slimy exterior and then they've got that little core in the middle with the mm. cute face on it. Yeah. And it's just... Farrah's just looking at us like, what are these boys on? <laughs> well, I mean, look... Uh, 
I'll give it a go because <laughs> you've talked it up so much and I'll probably be the one that will come at the end of the this, this season and be like, you guys got me good with this. One. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know. Just... It, well, look, we'll, we'll, we'll have to I'll see. I'll give I mean, it a crack, yeah. Th- th- that's the best thing about all of us is like we, we all have different interests mm, in anime. Yeah. We've all got different tastes. And that hopefully that will give you guys, our listeners, you know, a wide enough palette of stuff to choose from each season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and obviously while Loz and Kenny aren't here, they've both had input as well on what we're talking about this yeah. season. And they've got a lot that they like and, you know... Yeah. It, there's some that I wouldn't watch, which they're all going to watch and vice versa. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it works out well. Um, we get to our first idol anime. And yes! that, of course, means that Farah is up. You bet. All right, so we're looking at Dropout Idol Fruit Tart. Yes, what a great mm. name that is. I'm, I, I love that it's a dropout idol and then it's like Fruit Tart. And it's like... Fruit Tart. Um, okay. That's a great I- it's, idol it's a, group It's name. a good name. I'm glad it's not Fruit Cake because then it would just be yeah. like, that's a bit dull. <laughs> well, Fruit Tarts are tastier. Fruit Tarts are tastier. So it is by Feel Studio. Now, I've not mm. really heard much about the studio. Now, Studio Feel um, are a bit smaller and they have done some really good ones. Oh, yeah? So they're behind Dagashi Kashi, <gasps> um, My Teen Romantic Comedy Snafu, oh, hello. Hinamatsuri, and As the Moon So Beautiful, which was that beautiful... Um, um, young love tale which was based on like an old novel Wonderful. um that that one like whenever i want to cry you if i haven't got angel one. beats i go to that <laughs> so the series follows a group of uh, show business dropouts rookie idol sakura you know promising newcomer midori himo former child actors sakino roko and former model mahira nina and former musician yuki hayu who all live in a dormitory together mm-hmm. but when it's revealed that dorm is set to be demolished manager kajino hono hoho sorry has a plan start a new idol group call fruit tart with the girls and pay off the hefty 100 million yen debt so we've got Ho-Ho and Yo-Yo this season. <laughs> no! <laughs> um, this looks good. It looks great. It really does. Um, this is based on a four coma manga as well. So oh. it's used to gag. So expect a lot of silliness. That's what I'm in for. I yeah. love those four commas. And I, I really think, like like Zombieland Saga, this yeah. could be a different take on that idol genre to introduce another group, of ge- another generation to it, if you will. Um, I do think it's going to be one of those ones that's going to take the Mickey out of the whole idol you know, because it exactly does mm. the typical. Oh no, something's closing down. We've got to fight to get it back, kind of thing. And I reckon they're gonna really go hard on this one. So I'm, I'm excited. I love the designs for the outfits. Yes, um, and just like it, it, it's definitely. I'm not an idle person. No, but this was on my list for viewing for this season because oh. it just. It looks nice. And this it was really one of does. the COVID delays as well because yeah. this was meant to be last season. Um, now, I do have to temper what I say about Studio Fuel because they have also been involved in some shocking anime. Um, I'm not going to go into them because they are not family friendly. Um, and this could go either way. So we'll see how they handle it. And there have been times when they've had normal anime and just haven't done a good job of it. Uh-huh. So, um, But recent productions provide a lot of hope. So I think it's more their older productions weren't so good and now they've got new heads in charge of everything. Okay. Um, but this one is airing on Anime Lab, Funimation and Wackenim. Yep. Um, so the whole Funimation suite. Four Coma Manga Origin, music, sign-in, slice of life. So very low stakes but fun. Now and I'm wondering if they're going to do a little bit more of the idol performances and stuff like that. I'm going to give this one a... De- oh, it's well, idol. I'm 100% look, yeah. in. So yeah. Um, yeah, I'm curious about it because, like, obviously, for comma, it's going to be comedy. It's idle. I'm in. Just it, it's going to drop Monday at 9.30 in Japan. So we should see that uh, Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. At, at latest. Um, okay. 
We need to talk about mm. something that's come out, which is a reboot of a 2006 series. Now, the 2006 series wasn't very well received by fans of the visual novel, but it's Higurashi When They Cry, is what we're talking about. Now, this is, first up, straight away, adult themes, not for children. Um, parents, if you're listening, this is not one for the kiddies. Nope. Um, this is a mystery, horror, psychological, and supernatural thriller. It's based on a visual novel which has a lot of bad ends attached to it. Um Essentially, new kid Kaichi Maibara is settling into his new home of peaceful Hinamizawa village. Making friends quickly with the girls from his school, he's arrived in the time for the big festival of the year. But something about this isolated town seems off, and his feelings of dread continue to grow. And with a gnawing fear, he's right, what dark secrets could this small community be hiding? So, when I hear that, I remember Hot Fuzz how there's an underlying scheme within the town. Mm. Um, admittedly, that's a comedy. This is not. Mm. This is very violent if the previous season is to anything to go by. Um, I was really not interested in the original because I'm not a fan of horror or gore. No, Same here. And while it's not my thing, I'm going to give it a shot because it's some. a lot of the people who didn't like the original anime said that it was because they poorly adapted the visual novel story that it didn't make as much sense as it did in the visual novel. You brave soul. Sacrifice <laughs> yourself for us. Salute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can guarantee you that Loz will be watching it. Um, I believe she watched the original and she really wants to see how this goes. Okay. So, okay. Um, Kenny, when I initially told him about it, he's like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, you do realise what this is and then told him and he went, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been on team nope like for the beginning with this yeah. one. I don't do thriller or psychological. Yeah. It depends really like it, it, it depends on the story. Like thrillers I'm fine with pure up horror te- I tend to stay away from. Mm. Um, not that I just can't stand it. I just... I. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. Well, you know, I, we see enough horrible stuff in the day to day. I want something to make me... Relax. And I'm a little baby. I'm a little baby. Um, Passione is the studio behind it. You'll have heard of them uh, before if you've seen Wasteful Days of High School Girls, Citrus, Rail Wars, and several other. They're not a big studio. They tend to do a lot more supporting roles, mm. but they the stuff that they do put out tends to be pretty good. And we're not talking about the bad guy gangsters from Jojo Part 5. No, we're not. <laughs> and we're definitely not talking about the Australian soft drink. Oh, um, <laughs> I could go for some. <laughs> yeah. um, now, if you have ever wondered where the title Where They Cry comes from, because it sounds like they're talking about the people crying, mm. you know, when they cry, it's actually the direct translation um, of it is the moment c- the cicadas cry. Oh, okay. And I assume the festival is the summer festival when the cicadas would be singing the most. Yeah. So I suspect that's where the attachment to it goes. But the way it was marketed here, and apparently the subs for it were really poor when it first came out, Oof. Um, made a lot of people off put by it because it's like, you know, it sounded like a torture anime, basically. Yeah. Well, that's so, what I got from seeing it before. Yeah. Um, so look, th- as, as we've mentioned, this is rated R. 18 uh, R17 R18 MA15 in some regions um it's going to vary it's 14 plus episodes they haven't specified exactly how many episodes different. it's going to go for um we do know that it is extending into next season just not how far okay so i mean just looking at this and um what do you call it? Um, Attack on Titan. Are we seeing the death of the anime season? Oh. That's the question. I really hope not. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of like staggered releases because then it's mm. like if you do the three episode treatment and you don't find anything you like, 
you don't have to wait. You yeah. can still Fair. kind of run into something new. Yeah. Well, then you can always go raid the back catalogue, I guess. Yeah, mm. but like... Uh, or they could just do a Netflix and just drop every episode in one go. Yeah. <laughs> or do the staggered run like they did with... Um, Great Pretender. Great Pretender, Pretender. yeah. Because, yeah. yeah. God, that that's one... Like, Great Pretender is continuing this season for those who are watching it. Um, we are expecting more this month. I think it should be the final arc. Okay. So that, that'll be coming soon. Um, now, back to Farah because... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back to me. Idle Riffic, here we go again. Um, hypnosis, Mike. We did... To- well, I say we talked about this. This was the episode I was bound and gagged in the corner. Um, in the Idle episode, yeah. we did... Did we get photos of that? No. Oh. <laughs> and they never <laughs> will be any. <laughs> <laughs> um, Farah, Laura and Dee mentioned this a few weeks ago and now it's here. It is Rap Idols with a range of ages and voices and whoa, this looks good it looks amazing like i just mm-hmm. saw the trailer this morning as well and i was like i'm so in like <laughs> i'm ready for this it, if it's rap idols are there mummies no 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 no, 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 not rapping as in with a W. Oh, rap as in gangster no. rap. Yeah. Oh. So the studio is A1 pitches. I'm ready. Like, heck yeah, I'm mm. in. Um, in a world where women now dominate by the government, the creation and use of weapons is strictly forbidden. Mm-hmm. However, by no means has conflict been brought to an end. End? What end? am I talking end? about? End. <laughs> I'm turning into Carl here. <laughs> Instead of Here's weapons, my pool of stumbles. <laughs> Instead of weapons, war is raged. Wag. Waged. Yeah, waged. My goodness, I actually am. You are turning into Kyle. Welcome to Kyle infects us all slowly. The podcast. (laughs) So it's no longer Kyle, Kenny, and Kenny. It's Kyle, Kyle, and Kenny. (laughs) Oh no! Oh Oh, no! Next. (laughs) Kenny digivolved too. (laughs) Okay, so it's a wage through words. With the power of hypnosis, Mike lyrics can affect one's opponent in various ways and cause real damage. Those in the divisions outside the women-only true award thus use it for fierce rap battles as a wep- their weapon is constant clash for territory. So basically, it's rap battles for territory around Tokyo. Each region has their own rap team. Yeah. And they go out and then have rap battles to see who wins, you know, this factory so that that region can have more income and stuff yeah. like that. It's okay. really cool. Now, Lost showed us a, um, the live action oh, yeah, the, a couple of weeks ago as well. Like yeah. the boys and like the... Oh. They I have was got like, guys wow. from like 16 to 50 in this. Yeah. They're, I mean, that's a good range. There's a good range and yeah. a good range of voices too. Yeah. All oh, the voices. So good. Yeah. But the characters... Now, mm-hmm. this is definitely targeted to the ladies. It definitely one. is. A hundred percent. I could just see the merch that is going to, like, you know. Body pillows. Yeah. Uh, well, no, I think it's like, you know, the eater bags will be just out in full force with this mm-hmm. one. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Um, this is, um, like, I mean, as we discussed, I'm still not completely on the idle train yet, but I'm going to give this a shot because yeah. having watched the videos of it and saw saw the voice actors and seen some of their live performances which have been recorded on their YouTube, I'm quite interested to see how this is handled. Yeah. Because they've given them all deep characters. They're not, you know, yeah. those They're not just weapons? Yeah. 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 You know, and they also actually seem like real, you know, I saw... Mm. You know, it's PG, but they were smoking cigarettes and things like that. It was very like Yeah. It's it's definitely like going for that grungy, you know, yeah. rap underground rap battle vibe. Yeah. And I, I'm I'm interested to see what they do. And the music and videos that they already have on their YouTube channel are so well produced and they've been doing it for years mm-hmm. now. Yeah. This isn't just a case of something they've thrown together to make an anime. It's already got a following. Huge so, following. Like yeah. I know so many people who are like crazy about it already. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Now, we do, do we need to... wrap that one up? We're going to wrap that one up. That one is on <laughs> Anime Amazing. Lab, Annie Plus Asia, Funimation, Muse, HK, and Wackenim. Um, Saturday at midnight, so Friday night, Saturday morning, that midnight Perfect slot is where it comes out. Okay. So you've got it there for your Saturday, which yeah, is beautiful. good. Um, based on a YouTube multimedia project, music is the core genre. We don't know how many episodes yet either. Um, a lot of shows have not released their episode list yet. I'd, so I would say probably 12 to 13. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm thinking as well. Um, now, we need to talk about one of the big ones. Now, th- yep. th- this... Like it, it's kind of flown underneath the radar as far as promotion goes, yeah. but this, just like Banana Fish, will have a possibility of hitting really hard and setting a new sort of standard for uh, the mystery drama sort of gang genre, if you will. This is Ikebukuro Westgate Park. Now, this is about... So, Ikebukuro is a very pretty area of oh, Tokyo. Oh, yeah, it's amazing. It's gorgeous. Um, this is a, about a crime-ridden Ikebukuro, and it is a haven for violent gangs, the Yakuza, and home to a guy named Makoto Majima. Now, Mama! Yeah. <laughs> we've got Mama, Yo-Yo, Yo-Yo and Ho-Ho. And Ho-Ho. Um, <laughs> um, the battle continues. Now, to protect his friends, this character mystic characteristic I'm doing it now he's turning to Farah (laughs) this charismatic troubleshooter mediates disputes among the warring factions even fixing problems the police can't so he's constantly throwing himself into trouble so this a rising tide of violence results in Makoto losing a loved one however and can he ride out the storm or will he drown in all the spilled blood that floods his streets as ganks collide this looks so good I think we're all into this one by the sounds of it Um, this is not based on a light novel it's not based on a manga it's based on a series of urban mystery novels written by Ishida Ira from 1998 to 2004 now they have spawned a live action TV show in 2000 which did incredibly well in japan Mm. like it's like you mention it people think of the tv show like the anime is coming second in their mind wow um so people are like what the show's coming back no no it's an anime adaptation oh awesome you know um it's spawned multiple mangas there are 10 novels in the series and they've won awards and nominations for their stories as well so it's done really well um ishida's novels in particular describe the culture of young people in japan so it focuses on people who uh, otakus without a college degree uh, young women as well oh wow he, he really likes to explore that culture of those who are high school graduates but not university graduates who tend to do like the more working class jobs so the people who are usually overlooked by these sorts of shows exactly yeah so it's set in Tokyo's trendy district of Ikebukuro and it's going to be really well done because it's being done by Doga Kobo so um, they have a pretty nice back catalogue in recent years. Sing Yesterday to Me from two seasons ago, Monthly Girls Nozaki-kun, Plastic Memories, Himoto Amura-chan, New Game, Gabrielle Dropout. Oh, they've, wow. They've done quite a lot. Um, and when you look back, like some of them are lesser known ones and then there's you know, some that have done really well and are well lo- loved in the anime community. Mm. So I'm really excited. Yeah, the trailer one. looked absolutely incredible. It really does. Yeah. The music was really good too, Oh, actually. yeah. Like amazing. This, I feel, could be a potential for anime of the year. And I'm just saying that yeah. from looking at the just, trailer. Just at the trailer. It's it's definitely a contender. Um, this is airing on Tuesdays at 9pm. First episode not out yet. Um, so Tuesday ahead. Um, anime Lab, Funimation, Wackenim. Rated M, just so everyone knows. Yeah. Now, with the amount of content they have, this could go for 24 episodes. Mm-hmm. But no confirmation yet. So it could just be 12. I'm scared as well because, you know, it's, it's just so hype 
from what we were looked at and seen. Oh, and know. you know, if it just falls flat, I'll be really devastated. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, we do have to talk about something a little different after the break but we are going to come back in a moment because i have to go and sort my mouth out because my tongue is not doing what i tell it to and Apparently. i keep stumbling yeah <laughs> Fire radio that's a lot of anime oh there's so many no i didn't watch them all awesome anime Pocky, anyone? Would anyone like some Pocky? Pocky? Pocky. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit full on. Uh, we needed a sugar re- relapse yeah. to get ourselves going. Oh, yeah. But let's talk about something which you could probably use your sugar for, and that's sports climbing. Um, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm uh, Oscar, really, what are you going with that car? Really on a reach for that. It's a really hey. bad segue. Hey. <laughs> yep, I went there. So we're talking Iwa Kakeru, <laughs> sport climbing girl. Yeah. Now, this is by Studio Blade, and I have never heard of them before. Studio Blade, huh? Yep. Um, they have done a handful of web series and short form anime yeah. since 2016, but other than that, they haven't done anything that's been majorly promoted. So I suspect they might be like uh, one of those smaller support studios which has been given a full contract. Cool. Yeah. But um, you, you might have seen this one pop up around the place. It's about sport climbing, which is a sport that makes use of both the body and the brain to climb walls. Now, Kasahara... Wait, you use your brain to climb walls? Yeah. It's because yes. it's a puzzle. It's oh. it's like a millennium puzzle. Oh, wait. So the wall is actually like an actual puzzle? No. <laughs> oh. Wow. It's, it's, well, yeah, it's, it's okay. puzzling in the sense that you have to try and figure so, out what your next move is. Like, so ha- ha- four moves Have ahead. you ever been rock climbing? No. At, okay. So in a rock climbing gym, they've built the wall, right? Yeah. And they've got different color handholds and grips oh, oh, on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the puzzle is using only a certain color to ascend the wall. Right. So different colours will have diff- different difficulty attached to them. And yeah. the same thing is done with bouldering, which is now an Olympic sport. And it's a huge thing. I've had mm. like a bunch of friends send photos because they went out bouldering one night. Mm. And just watching them like Spider-Man. Yeah. It's so weird. Yeah, I, 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 I love rock climbing, so this has immediately appealed to me. But... Um, Kasha, uh, Kasahara Konomi, she's a master at puzzles and just happens to discover the school's climbing wall and it looks like a colourful sort of puzzle in her eyes. This fateful encounter brings big changes to her life and with her teammates in the Hanamiya's Girls High School Climbing Club, Konomi races for the top of this passionate climbing story. Now, the manga is not officially translated into English, okay. oh. but I did find the first chapter... Um, which had been translated and I think put on Imager by some fans. Okay. It actually looks really good. Um, like really well thought out and accurate to the process of rock climbing and bouldering. Yeah. Um, and because of that, I'm really looking forward to it because I love rock climbing. I don't go as often as I should. Um, because you know, <laughs> I've got no friends. <laughs> oh. Let me just no, whip I can't. <laughs> yeah, this is the I smallest would, microscopic violin I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, like this kind of appeals to me because the anatomy is so well done. Yeah, like that's the thing that caught my eye straight I, off the bat. I really appreciate when the characters are drawn with muscle definition accurately. Yep. and some more realistic body proportions. Now, I'm not going to say completely because just from the initial images i've seen i'm not sure about the hip to waist ratio i think it might be a bit exaggerated yeah but for the most part when you look at the definition in the arm it is where the muscles are and the legs and the legs as well that's kind of 
So that 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 definitely gives me hope that they're going to treat the characters with some semblance of respect. Yeah. yeah. So um, something often that's you know very overlooked by animators now as long as the series does keep the you know the etchy content down because some sites have labeled it with etchy as oh, really? a genre um it could be very interesting and based on the manga it doesn't well i think it's possibly the angle yeah because if you okay. think about it the girls are going to be wearing you know like top yeah. short shorts yeah okay. so it, it's it's could be considered fan servicey, but it is actually the clothes you wear if you're going rock climbing. Yeah. You don't want loose clothes because no you get way. caught on things. No. So the, it's it's a inadverted etchy, if Let's that makes hope sense. That's what it is. Yeah, um, and that's what like if the manga is anything to go by, that's definitely what oh, it is. Oh, okay, then fair. But we will see because it depends. We don't really know what Studio Blade's going to do. They don't have a big track record, so we have no idea how they'll approach this. Okay. Um, it hasn't got a rating yet, but probably PG. Um, most, most things which don't get a rating are normally PG. Yeah. Um, well, it's girls climbing rocks at yeah. school. Um, it's based on a web manga. As we mentioned, it's airing on Sundays at 2 a.m. in the morning. So oh, Sunday morning, 2 a.m. Yep, quite late. And it's streaming on Crunchyroll and Annie One. So, um, you know, it, it, it will be fairly accessible. But I, I have to wonder why anime in Japan is aired like this particular type of anime is aired at that time. Like, well, I mean, if if I have a look, like um, so the next few we're talking about one twenty-five on a Saturday morning, Wednesday at eleven thirty at night. I suppose. Um, Higurashi is at eleven thirty at night. Yeah, like, meets never sleep. Yeah, but um, th- there's there's a lot. That makes you question why they pati- yeah. pick those particular time slots, and I think it's literally that they just—it's a tradition now. It's when they normally have yeah, them open, sorry. so it's just like this. You know, um, what was it they called it? Like, you know how we used to have like the tsunami block, yeah, adult swim sort of adult thing. swim sort of block. It's the same sort of thing. They do block programming. They say this particular set of hours is set aside for this genre. Yeah, okay. And I think because um, while you know from a Western perspective we see anime as a massive export of Japan, it mm. is only a minor part of their media it's, landscape. Yeah, yeah. True. So that that's why it's so late. But um, uh, as I said, sports climbing girls looks pretty good as long as they stay. You know. In clean. as yeah, actually, as long as they stay clean and don't lose their grip, um, hey. it will be good. Um, wow. <laughs> Sorry, that was a bit rocky, wasn't it? Oh my goodness! <laughs> uh, it's all falling down now. <laughs> Might have to anchor yourself. Yeah, I'm gonna have to belay this issue. Um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> moving right along, we've killed Farah. Um, oh <laughs> let's get on to one of the big ones. This one looks awesome. Hype, 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 hype. Now, um, Aaron, you've done a bit of research into this already because of the hype. Yes, I actually spent this morning on my way over reading some of the manga. So, what is Jujutsu Kaisen? Fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, that that's it. Okay, next one. <laughs> um, so, basically, from my first impressions, it's very much a typical shonen mm. supernatural sort of thing where, like, boy in high school has his first encounter with, like, supernatural stuff. He's naturally gifted in one area or another. This one's gifted in sports in particular. Hmm. Like, he's rather strong. He's very fast. Hmm. Um, and he joins an occult club. Oh. And literally first night, first chapter, um, stuff goes wrong. Terribly wrong. Oh. Um, he, his grandpa dies first episode, and his grandpa's dying wish is that he goes on to have friends and doesn't die alone like his grandpa did. Mm. So he joins this occult club to sort of make friends. Mm. And 
he does a bit of a snaffer. He doesn't have it in the... Yeah, so it's a, a world where demons feed on unsuspecting humans. Yes. And there's a fragments of a legendary and feared demon which were lost and scattered and should anyone consume those body parts, they power they gain is fra- like, you know, gaining the fragments of a demon lord's power sort of thing. Mm. Yeah, so um, he kind of accidentally hop one of them. Oh! He- it accidentally on purpose. So he <laughs> gets hold of one of these. The he doesn't of realize this demon that that's what it is. It by accident. Yeah. Well, not accident. He doesn't realize that. Um, that's what happens with that. Oh. He he's found out it's a cursed object, and he's like, "Oh well, I'll just get rid of it and eats it." <laughs> wow, that's such a high schooler <laughs> thing to do, isn't it? Yeah. But it's, it's cursed. Like I'll eat it. <laughs> gross, creepy, like old, decrepit, moldy finger. Oh, and he just. Hum- was it like a dare or something? No, or? no. Like, okay. um, there's another kid who finds him and he's like, you've got a cursed object, I can tell, because like my whole job is hunting cursed objects. Mm. And so he's like, oh yeah, here it is. And he whips out the box that it used to be in. Oh. But the occult club at school has it. It's bound in seals. But the thing with seals is they only last so long yeah. and they attract more negativity and curses. Yeah. And then essentially it's weakened to the point where it can just peel off and anyone can take it off. Uh, and so they've done this. Demons are attacking the school. He jumps in, finds out that's the problem, and just goes, Hum. And then absorbs some of the power. Yeah. Hmm. And then that causes a problem for him, which is where the story starts to take off. So, yeah, little do they know the terror they'll unleash when they break the seal. The because anime... I'll be going to the bathroom a lot. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> that is expired meat. <laughs> this is very exciting for Crunchyroll to take on something like oh, this. Oh, it is. So you know, working with MAPPA as well. Yeah, because this is a... I almost overlooked this one and then I saw it was MAPPA and then I saw that there's over 100 chapters out. I just went, oh, okay, you've got my interest. I think we're at 123 at the moment. By the way, quick announcement, Shonen Jump does have the first seven to nine chapters. I don't remember which number exactly. For this week are free on the Shonen Jump manga app. So that's... I think it should be until about the... Friday next week? No, yeah, like it's later than the fifth, so it's still... Because I got the notification last night on my phone. Yeah. If you have the Shonen Jump app, it's most likely already told you that this yeah. is available for the anime coming up. It should be the 9th. It should expire. So 9th of October, um, this should yeah. be free till roughly. Um, you'll have to check local, but just open the Shonen Jump app. Mm. It'll tell you on it. Um, but yeah, first seven chapters, which is like a big chunk of that first major story arc. Oh, yeah. So it's definitely worth looking at. Um, Toho Animation are the license holders for this, and they previewed the first episode last month. Oh, wow. Um, and that was on their YouTube channel. It was on there for like, I think, 48 hours. Anyone could go and view it. So a lot mm. of people have went and had a look at it. And if you have a look at the initial reaction on the My Anime la- uh, List um, section for it, a lot of people are very hyped. Like, this is um, sort of... It's not really apples to apples, but this is sort of demon hunter levels of, uh, sorry, demon slayer levels of hype in, oh, that, okay. in that thread. So there's a lot of people who are very excited about this, but obviously it's going. It's. It, I don't know if it will be as big as Demon Slayer, but I think it's got a chance to be pretty big. Well, like Ooh, that's a big call, actually. Yeah. This gives me sort of like Bleach kind of Shaman King sort of mm. almost Venom vibes with how they portray the demon as well. Yeah. 
um, because its mouth does come out and talk and sometimes it takes control and like has like the demon influence on his body. There's also like a wacky sort of comedy moment apparently in the end of the first episode where he's talking to the demon and it's sort of its slapstick moment as yeah, well. Yeah, he tells it to shut up basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I will say with Crunchyroll at the moment, they have been having a bit of success with their releases. Like obviously God mm. of High School as well last season. Ooh, really well, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, T- Tower of God didn't necessarily do as well as it could have, but yeah. it still did well. It still did well. That's it the main thing. Well. So, um, you know, hats off to Crunchyroll for getting these animes mm. out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Support yeah. your streaming, streaming services. services. Yeah. We love our tasty streaming service. Now, um, this uh, story apparently does have very good world building. They establish it quite quickly. Um, interesting and unique magic system. So it's not just simple, oh, I cast magic missile. No, um, no. It's, like, there's there's yeah. steps evolved to it. And apparently the, the story, the over, well, overarching story arc is quite a long burn. Oh. So, you know, there's going to be plenty of content going on. Similar to how My Hero Academia has taken quite a while to get to where it is. This apparently has the same sort of setup where it could mm-hmm. be stretched out to... 300 and odd chapters comfortably That'd be and nice. not be boring either. Yeah. So that's that's always a good win. So um, this is an, a Crunchyroll exclusive. At this point, only Crunchyroll has it and obviously um, you know, groups like VRV who are associated with Crunchyroll for their streaming platform will also be able to have access to it. Yeah. Um, so Studio Mapper airs on Saturdays at 1.25 p.m. in the morning. Uh, a.m. in the morning. P.m. in the morning. You can, yeah, it's, it's Kyle, redundant. I it's we redundant. worked on your tongue. We, it's redundant. <laughs> it, it's 1.25 in the morning. You yes. don't, it's either a.m. or morning. I should know that. Um, action, <laughs> horror, demons, supernatural, school and shonen. Um, we believe it's PG. We're uh, not- I was probably say it's probably rated for adults. Just yeah. To what, what um, the- just from something you found? Yeah. It doesn't get too gory. Yeah. Like, it's all very neat. Um, well, I'd say it'd be pushing M. Like so PGM. PGM, yeah. yeah. So, so we'll, we'll say, uh, you know, 15 plus as a ballpark. Um, add one, uh, the Crunchyroll Twitter right now is actually, you can respond to the tweet and it actually sends you a little clip of the show. And Ooh. I've been given the clip of the finger. <laughs> oh, the tasty snack! The tasty the snack! Tasty snack! And I'm like, oh my goodness! Do you, do you feel like some poggy? <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon they're gonna make merch which is like gummy fingers? Oh no! <gasps> that would be awesome. That'd be so cool. That'd be uh, perfect yeah. for Halloween. If you do that, I get royalties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this whole stream is me asking for money. Mm-hmm. Send me money. Oh, actually, is th- so. Hang on, I'm I'm just thinking: is Jujutsu Kaisen the Crunchyroll original? Uh, I don't think this is the Crunchyroll original. Actually, sure? I'm I'm pretty sure the Crunchyroll original is Nobles. Oh, which is the vampire one. But I know Crunchyroll is big on this one. I know they're really interested in yeah. it. So because they're the, literally the only streaming partners for it. So I don't think this is a Crunchyroll original. I could be wrong. We'll have to double check that, and we'll let you know by the end of the episode. Yeah. Um. But let's move on from Jujutsu Kaisen. We need to talk about what. Look, I, I don't know how I feel about this one. I'm not going to know until I've actually had a chance to watch it. Well, um, I saw this and I thought of you immediately because I know you're very passionate about Sword Art Online. <laughs> I'm not passionate about Sword Art Online. I'm passionate about romance stories. Uh-huh. Uh, High five. We can have multiple yes. passions. It's okay. Now, multiple passions. <laughs> I'm not, like, like sands through the, the hourglass. It just got me. You know the passions that are so proper that used to be on when yep. we were younger? That just That's exactly that where I was so, going. Oh, yeah. my goodness. So, we're talking our last crusade or the rise of a new world. This, where, can, where do you even start with this? Okay, so look. The, initially, from looking at it, it looks like a pretty classic Romeo and Juliet tale. There are two 
feuding sides of a war. So there's a great war that's ravaged, raged and ravaged the land for years, and between the scientifically advanced empire and Nebulus, the realm of the witches. And until the youngest knight ever to receive the title of the empire's strongest meets the princess of the rival nation. Ooh. Now, though they are sworn enemies, the knight is taken by her beauty and dignity, and the princess is moved by his strength and way of life. Will their fighting between them ever be allowed to end? Oh, my goodness. Oh, I've seen this. This is Nomeo and Juliet, right? (laughs) (laughs) Just putting my red hat on right now. Um, Look, this, as we said, looks like a classic Romeo and Juliet tale. Two feuding sides. But here's the big thing. The female character looks like Asuna from Sword Art Online. The male character Mm. looks like Kurito from Sword Art Online. Mm. This looks like Sword Art Online. And and, and (laughs) what's what's that thing that he's got? A special sword that only he has? Yeah. Oh, wow. Why does that sound familiar? Does he have two? No, he's just got, just one. got one. Then he's not Karido. Then he's, yeah, he's but lost it's it. a black steel sword. And oh, who else has it? a black steel sword? Oh uh, my Karido. goodness, it's like identical. I know, right? It, it's and I, I've got to be perfectly honest. The girl's character, like outfit, is not necessarily very war orientated. No, it's but she's pro- a princess. Yeah, yeah. Um. So look, th- this could be good, or it could be an utter dumpster fire. It depends on the pre- approach <gasps> they take. Now this has had a light novel, no, right novel, a light okay, novel. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I am actually considering dressing up as Shaggy for Chris, uh, for Halloween. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> yes. Um, light novel running <laughs> since 2017. Manga adaptation since 2018. This could be good because it's got Silverlink behind it. Now, Silverlink did Non Non Biori, Kokoro Connect, Strike the Blood, Bofuri, i.e. I want to max my, dam- my shield so I don't get hurt. My next life is a villainess as well. So it's got quite a variety of stuff behind it. Some um, good stories. Did this story come out after Sword Art Online? Oh, well after. So but Sword Art Online originated in late 2009 was the first light novel. It's been going too long. And <laughs> this light novel's been running since 2017. So they've had seven years of knowledge of Sword Art Online. Okay, but Sword Art Online came out like twenty years after Dot Hack, so Yep, yep, yep. My boys like, Dot Hack's dot pretty hacks. good. But this is so as far as I can tell, this is not a game, it is not an Isekai, it is set firmly inside its world. Oh. So that that's what kind of sets it apart. And while I mean, okay, let's be honest. How many characters have you seen that are the main character and have black hair? And it's that same style of haircut that Carito has. Uh, there are a dime a dozen. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I, I, I think how we, many stars are there? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so we we have we are getting to a point where we have seen so many different iterations of a character. There is going to be limitations on how they're drawn and how they look before they start looking similar to other ones. And that might very well be the case because we did see after Sword Art Online did really well a lot of knockoff and copy series yeah. which suddenly got adapted to try and you know ride on that wave. Yeah. Um. So. It, it could be part of that, but seven years later, I feel like maybe the similarities are just that similarities. Yeah, may, maybe. we'll have to see. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, you have to see. I mean, I'm just looking at the animation now, and it is pretty clean. But yeah. I mean, it's as I said, it's Silverlink, so you can guarantee that the animation quality will be of a decent standard. It won't be, you know, mind blowing, mm. but but it'll be, you know, it it won't be you know, messy. No. So. Um, yeah, it's very neat, very crisp. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's an Alice in there. Yeah. 
Defi- mm. Definitely Alice in there as well. Um, so look, um, th- th- this is airing on... It's, it's sort of online, I'm sorry. Anime Love. Uh, anime Love. Anime Love. <laughs> Dabu Dabu. <laughs> Doki um, Anime Lab, Annie Plus Asia, Funimation and Wackenim. It's based on a light novel. Silverlink is the studio. Based off SAO, really. It's rated M, which um, SAO was as well. Um, action, military, romance, fantasy, Wednesdays at 11.30 in the evening. It's airing in Japan. So expect that on the service. AM at night? AM at night. Okay. AM radio at night. That can work. The, the rest doesn't. Um, cool. Time to talk about something that Farah's been trying to talk about. It's oh. the big one. Yes. It's Idolicious. It's We're dancing around. We're back to around. Love Live, boys and girls. We are back to Love Live. And it's the new Love Live. It is love the new Live one. Nijigasaki High School Idol Club. Yes, it is. Oh, bless you. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't bless me. You don't want that. No bless? <laughs> no bless. <laughs> That's next. Um, anyway, Farah, take it away, please, because this is your baby. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised it is becoming my baby because I used to be the one completely against it. But then. Um, in our group chat, I was a bit salty because we were not told, like, are we getting the streaming rights to this show? Like, everyone else is getting it. And we're like, when's this show going to be announced here? Like, come on, let me let me have it. And then I was complaining yesterday about it. Mm-hmm. And the day before. And the day before. <laughs> and the day, the day before, before that. that too. <laughs> and then yesterday in the afternoon, they're like, love live stuff. So guess what? We're releasing it worldwide. And here's where you're going to be watching it. And it's going to be on every yeah. platform pretty much. So th- this is um, Anime Lab, Anime On Demand, which is a German anime streaming service which we're adding to our list this season. Annie Plus, Billy Billy, Crunchyroll, Funimation, Muse HK, Wackenim, and I guarantee you there will be more because oh, yeah. this is just the first round of announcement. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, this it's going to be big. This one's probably going to be one of the biggest ones because it's been two years since we've had a love line, yeah, yeah, and that was the that was the movie, wasn't it? Ah, uh, no, the movie came out last year, oh, okay. but the anime series itself ended two years ago. Yeah, so this is a bit different. This is um completely different um timeline actually from the original series. It's not connected any way, shape, or form to the girls from the original series. Mm-hmm. So that's what makes it quite different. And it's also not that they're saving their school; it's an actual idol club. Mm-hmm. So it's this girl is r- recruiting these girls to become, you know, idols. Um, so the, the school is po- um, a high school in Odaiba, Tokyo. The school is yes. popular due to its free school style and diverse majors. So it sounds like an art school, basically. The story centers on the members of the school idol club in Nijigasaki and their attempt to prevent the club from being abolished. So it's it is the classic. Our club is going to be, be shut, shut down. Shut down, but it's not the school this time. Yeah. Which was the difference with Love Live. Yeah. Now, the unique thing about this one is the girls are all separate um, idol identities. And I feel mm-hmm. like, obviously, they all have their identities, but they'll probably come together in the end because, you yeah. know, typical Love Live. Yeah. But um, this actually has 10 girls. Now, there's the nine token idol girls, but there's also one character that actually joins them all together. She's probably oh. the main character focus. So it's yeah. not typical orange leader, girl focus type of thing. It's actually... Just this present of this one that works um you know so do you think there's going to be like the main character is not necessarily going to be an idol but more a manager the manager yeah oh, oh. that's a change yeah, yeah so because that's what i'm getting from the videos and the stories and stuff mm. like that and if it's very much based on the game that's where it's probably going to head towards mm. 
Um, I'm so excited. The art style is completely different as well. Oh, so um, a couple of things. Firstly, um, if you aren't aware of the phenomenon which is Love Live, please go back. <laughs> we had an episode a couple of weeks yes. back exploring idol culture and the the details behind it. But also, this is being done by Sunrise. Now, you'll recognize Sunrise if you're an old school otaku for the likes of Cowboy Bebop and Kogias and Inuyasha. But they're also the studio that did Love Live. Yes. All of it yeah. as well. And that's been one of their big components. They've been really big in the idol scene since it started. And they've they've held their place. And they'll never go, I don't think. This I don't is, think this they is will. A, this is their I was really. Making... I was going to say, I was really worried for a while after like Cowboy Bebop and Kogis. I'm like, mm. is Sunrise ever coming back? You mean Cowbop B-Boy? <laughs> oh, my. Oh. But yeah, no, this one I'm definitely going to be watching from the get-go. I'll be there when it drops. Yeah, I'm 100% in with this one. Mm, absolutely. Um, now, th- as we said, On Everything airs on Saturdays at 10.30pm at night. Oh, I did it again. 10.30pm at night. It's 10.30pm. Kyle, 10:30 do you need a nap? I need a nap. Okay. <laughs> I need a nap until 10.30pm at night. <laughs> um, we don't know if this will be 12 or 24 episodes yet. Based on the prior Love Live series, they tend to move towards uh, it the 20. generally goes about 12 episodes, 13, I think. It's actually 13 with sunshine, so... Oh, okay. I thought um, they were closer to, like, the 25 episode seasons. No. No? No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. it was 25 for the full sh- for the full story. Full story, yeah, yes. Yeah, so two seasons. Two seasons, 12, yes. 12, 12. Yeah. Um, if it fo- follows the same format, it'll be probably two seasons and a movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, let's talk about the actual Crunchyroll original, now that we're there. Um, Nobles. Nobles. So it's noblesse. No, 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 no. It should have been on the no list just for giggles. Yeah, it really should have. So noblesse is the latest Crunchyroll original, actual Crunchyroll original, not like I said wrongly earlier. It's crunchy, it's chewy, it's a tasty onigiri, which is the legal trading name of Crunchyroll. Oh, um, yep. really? Yep. Ah. <laughs> Taste, uh, tasty Onigiri Incorporated, which is awesome. Um, so, I was ready to skip this because I'm kind of a bit vampired out. That's fair. Then I saw the PV... And it's got a rocking soundtrack, and I'm now so watching this. It's I'm so on board. It's not funny. Um, Production IG is the studio behind it. Um, you probably know them from Haiku, Psychopass, Ghost in the Shell, Sandline Complex, FLCL, and so on. So they've they've <gasps> got a lot. Yeah. Um, this this looks good. This is from a meg, uh, a web manhwa, so it's um, a Korean manga. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so just like a, the, most of the other um, Crunchyroll originals we've seen. Now this does sound very much like your cliche Dracula-esque story. Castlevania sort of thing, mm-hmm. yeah. So Rizal awakes. His name's Rizal, by the way. Bit of Rizal Dizal. That's kind of <laughs> cool. Although yeah. I get I'm just, Punzel vibes. Yeah. He awakes from his 820-year slumber. He holds the special title of Noblesse, a pure-blooded noble and protector of all other nobles. So he's like the guardian of the noble vampires. In an attempt to protect Rizal, his servant Frankenstein enrolls him at Yi Ran High School, where Rizal learns the simple and quotidian routines. Quotidian? Quotidian. 
Yeah, we'll go with Quotidian. Quotidian routines of the human world through his classmates. However, the Union, a secret society plotting to take over the world, dispatches modified humans and gradually encroaches on his life, causing him to wield his mighty power to protect those around him. And after 820 years of intrigue, the secrets behind his slumber will finally be revealed and his absolute protection as the noblesse begins. Now, I thought this was going to be like a super-duper serious one, and if you watch the trailer for it, it is not serious. I mean, it starts off kind of giving that vibe. Yeah, it's it's serious with a lot of sprinkling of comedy. Yeah. No, there's definitely a lot of comedy. I'm just kind of watching a few of the clips right now, and you can just see it's 100% comedy. Yeah, like, there's there's all these great guys. Like, you know, how do you get popular with girls? And all the girls are behind him fainting. Yeah, <laughs> they're all like, swooning over him, and he's oh. like, what do I have to do? Now, this has previously had a one-off ONA. Okay. Now, that was called Noblesse Awakening in 2016. Yeah. It was also produced by Production IG, and that was rated R, just a single episode which gave the backstory to the manga. Um, Because of that, I suspect it is going to be similarly adult-orientated, so M15R ratings are likely. Um, But it looks good. Time will tell. It, it actually looks good because I saw it and I just went, I'm just, I'm done with vampire series. I've seen so many of them and so much repeated, but... It is spooky month. It is spooky month. It is uh, October ween, okay, uh, as you, my friend Emma falls out. If you look between the webtoon and the actual trailer for the actual anime, mm-hmm. there's a massive difference. Yeah? Yeah. In a good way? Definitely cleaner, crisper animation, mm-hmm. um, better lit. The, the character drawings are much better as well. So I think this will be building on what was originally released before mm. and giving us something good now. So yeah. kind of reminds me of Vampire Night. It does, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah, definitely. Except like instead of being in a high school where it's half vampire, half human, he's the only vampire. <laughs> this <laughs> will definitely be that one everyone's going to watch as well and just find as like the comedy one. I this think. is going to be Husbando fuel. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right. Now, from husbandos to no, no, no's, um, let's uh, talk about what happens when you put an absolutely mad princess in the demon's castle and she can't sleep. Because mad or tired? Tired. Maybe she's just cranky. She's just cranky. Um, we're talking sleepy princess in the demon castle. And Aaron, this is one of yours. Like, you are so down for this, it's not funny. Okay, but like, I love sleeping, so I immediately... <laughs> <laughs> I like sleeping. I like sleeping and just... Like the uh, the character's really cute, and I I like the way it's all drawn and animated. Mm. Like it's really nicely put together. Mm. Um, but yeah, so the summary for Sleepy Princess in the Demon Castle is: Princess Cialis is trying to get a good night's sleep. Long ago, in olden times, when people and demons lived together in well disharmony, really, a demon king kidnaps a human princess and imprisons her in his castle. Bereft, the princess's subjects beat their chests in anguish until a hero arises to spearhead Project Rescue Our Princess. While waiting for her knight in shining armour, what's an imprisoned princess to do? Teddy bear guards with bat wings are all very well, but her dungeon cell is so boring. So she decides to while away the long hours by sleeping. Now, if only she could get comfortable and didn't suffer from insomnia. Yeah. Um, this is another one by Doga Kobo. Yeah. Um, Art style's beautiful. It's so cute. It's very colourful. Oh, yeah. Um, we just um, heard that it's released on Funimation and Anime Lab as well. Yeah. So that, uh, up, up until literally Friday uh-huh. night, we had no idea where this was going. Oh, wow. Yeah. So they're cutting that really close. Considering the first episode is Tuesday. 
Wow. Yeah, so yeah. they definitely cut that close. Um, it's a comedy fantasy magical slice of life. And if you see the trailer, you will completely understand how much Cialis is annoying the demon lord who's captured her. Yeah, but that's kind of cute. That's kind of cute and really funny. And I am 100% in with this one as well. Yeah. Right? I'm so um, down for it. I mean, when I watched this morning, the trailers and stuff, I was like, and when they were like, oh, I'm not really into it. As soon as I watched it, I was like, no, I am yeah, in. Yeah, I'm, I'm in for this. And <laughs> it's just, it's going to be cute. It's going to be funny. I can see this being in every convention next year. Oh, yeah. The cosplayers oh, yeah. doing this one in particular. And what we were saying there's a high likelihood of there being body pillows, not of the main girl, but of the demon lord. I think so, Because yeah. then you could cosplay as her and carry around the body pillow of exactly. the demon lord. Yeah. Or so. like the teddy bear demon guards that or they've the got. Or the teddy bear demon guards, yeah, that's true. Um, but look, this one is airing on Tuesdays. It's uh, hitting screens at 2am Tuesday morning, so Tuesday afternoon we'll probably have it on the platforms. Uh, Crunchyroll, Funimation, Anime Lab. So that's uh, from a manga as well. We don't have a rating yet. Likely PG, though, because it is quite oh, like that. Oh, PG. Yeah. Um, now... This next one that we're going to be talking about, Loz is so disappointed she isn't here to talk about it because oh, this yes. is her darling of this season. Yeah, I can see why. Like, this definitely appeals to me as well. Yeah, now um, this is Mappa's latest original sports project. This is Taizo Samurai. Mm. And damn, does it look good. There's no swords. There's, oh, no. So this is about <laughs> gymnastics. <laughs> This is about gymnastics. So, um, this is a fully original story. Mm-hmm. Um, it's airing on Sunday mornings at 1.30 a.m. And we don't know where you can stream it yet. Wasn't Loz talking about this one in a previous episode? Yeah, we yeah. did bring this up about I do two remember back. this. I feel yeah. like this might be a high dive one. It could be, actually. You do yeah. have a good point. It does kind of fit the high dive vibe, it does. doesn't it? Um, so this is set back in 2002 when the formerly powerful Japanese men's gymnastics team member, Shotaro Aragaki, is no longer able to compete. Did okay. I say that right? Shotaro Aragaki. Yeah, Yeah, that looks now, right. Even though he trained strenuously daily, he's asked about retiring by his coach. However, a certain encounter alters his fate. Now, this... If you've seen Yuri on Ice, which was, again, an original sports anime by Mappa, mm-hmm. you'll get a very similar vibe as far as, like, the colour, the lighting, the way it's drawn yeah, yeah, to yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not identical, and it, it doesn't come across as a, you know, a potential yaoi anime. No, this not come, in the least. This, this comes across as, like, showing the struggle of someone who's about to leave a profession which he doesn't yeah. want to leave. Yeah, somebody who's hit their peak and is sort of going, yeah. starting the downhill ride. And it's whether the, the question is, is whether that downhill ride is of his own making because he is no longer able to compete at the level he was or because they just decided he was too mm. old. And I mean, I'm, I'm sure many of our older listeners would understand that feeling like you get to about, you know, your 30s um, or getting towards it and mm. you start wondering, okay, I can't do things the way I used to anymore. I'm, yeah. you know, I'm struggling with this. I haven't got as much, you know, lung capacity for jogging or so on. If and I then you see younger generations come up and excel exactly. and beat all of your stuff and you're like, why Why am I trying? But it's your passion, so you keep doing it Absolutely. because you're... What I like about it, it, it doesn't seem to have like any romance things. It doesn't have anything like mm. that. It's a proper sports anime. Like yeah. you are looking at this man's struggles. Yeah, you are. And it looks amazing. So um, we sus- 
let's be honest, this will probably be a 12-episode series. Yeah, definitely. Um, most, and we can say this about all the other ones we've mentioned, which were original series, original animes don't tend to get 24 episodes anymore. Mm. They just don't. It's, it's very rare for it to happen because no one wants to put that much money and risk into yeah. a project that might fall over. Yeah. So they tend to do it either in like, you know, they'll they'll plan for two seasons and if the first season does well, then they'll approve the second season. Yeah. So we'll see how this one goes. I'm hoping this is like um, Megalobox where it's 12 episodes, self-contained from beginning to end. It fills the full story and you get a good feeling for everything during that time. Um, but this is going to be a big one to watch this season. I suspect this is going to have a lot of sports anime fans talking. Yeah. Because there's so much to talk about about it. So we don't know where this is landing yet. We suspect High Dive. If not, then... Amazon, maybe. Well, High Dive, Amazon, maybe Netflix? No, if it was Netflix, Netflix would have had their branding all over it already. Yeah, there would have been like ends We have said that, but then they came out of... And sometimes we're like, oh, guess what? We picked up and then it does go Netflix. And you know what? Loz will cry if it actually lands on Netflix, so that means it'll just be in Netflix vault for so many weeks till it's all released. Yeah, that's a good point because we'll have to just like with um, Great Pretender, we'll have yeah. to wait. Yeah, for that. And I don't off. think she can wait any longer. She wants that anime she wants now. It now. Bad, so yeah. I mean, we can. I mean, if it gives, if it's given Netflix, it would be treated well. Let's be honest; like it'll get. I mean, global. it'll be treated well, but the dub won't be great. Depends who they get as yeah. well. Um, I'm, well, hoping I'm hoping it's High Dive. dive. Yeah. High, high Dive tend to do really good dubs and they tend to look they after do. the quality of the content. I, I think the High Dive has picked up their quality on the dubs in recent years. Yeah. Yes, there's some that are questionable. Some are a bit questionable. But they've got some quality actors. In I mean, if, if you look at just the past 18 months of dubs that have come out of High Dive, they've all been of a really Made good Made in level. Abyss has probably been their like, yeah. top one. That, well, that's been a shining gem of a good adaptation. Yes. Um, but look, um, as we said, we don't know when this, uh, where this is coming out, but original by Mappa, uh, Sundays at 1.30 a.m. in the morning, it is streaming in Japan. So Sunday afternoon, we should have it on the services, wherever it ends up. Um, now, we do need to talk about the other Crunchyroll original from this season. Yeah. Um, Oh, have you, have you just got like a, we don't know when it's coming out and what yeah. day? Yeah. Al says, airs on day. It airs on a day. <laughs> um, I'm assuming it has come out already because I'm just looking at the Crunchyroll collections at the moment and it's just been released to opening. So yeah. I'm assuming it has probably dropped right now and it's on Crunchyroll. Yeah, probably. Um, we will double check that. But we are talking about Tonikawa Over the Moon for you. Now, this looks hilarious. This may very well be my new dumpster fire. Um, it's very cute d- Depending on how it goes. It's it- funny because Carl was like, oh, I'm not too sure about this one. And then when we looked at the trailer, both Aaron and I were like, no, we're so in. We're going to watch yeah. that one. Heck yeah. Like, <laughs> I, as soon as I watched it and I was like listening to the voice, I was like, I could pick these voices. I could. They've got such good voice actors in you, it. You were picking up on who the voice cast was straight out the gate. You're like, I recognize that voice. I know that voice. I know that name. Yeah, it was really impressive. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised how good I'm getting with that actually. <laughs> but um, no, I, as soon as I saw it, I was like, I okay, like Kyle. I'm into all the animes that are romance that have that. You know, are they or won't they or will they or won't they kind of thing. And mm. you know, as soon as I saw this, and also I'm a big fan of comedy as well. Mm. Um, this has both those elements. The only thing I'm a bit concerned about is the animation style. 
Oh, really? Yeah, it was a bit. I was just looking at the opening just now, and I was not, not overly impressed. Hmm. So I'm a bit concerned that that might play a havoc in maybe a couple of episodes. Like they put a few. I, I think the reason I'm okay with it is because I've seen this. Uh, so the studio behind it is Seven Arcs. Okay. They're the guys who did Arte, the, um, mi- um, what is it, Middle Ages uh, Renaissance Painting Girl. Okay. And that was all, that also had the quite light lines. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. So I think it's a, a chosen style. They're also behind Maho Shoujo Lyrical, White Album and Dog Days. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, not necessarily massively well-known ones, but they have a similar aesthetic across them all. Okay. So that, that might be it. Um, this is airing on Saturdays at five past one in the morning. So that it's released pretty much on a Saturday. On a Saturday. Yeah. So, um, but the story, having grown up ridiculed for his bizarre name, Nasa Yuzaki strives to be remembered for something more. Fortunately, he seems he's on the right path, ranking first in the nation's mock exams and set to enter high school, his high school of choice. However, everything changes when the Fire Nation attacks. No. Um, <laughs> everything changes in a single night when he notices a girl across the street on his way home. Enraptured by her overwhelming cuteness, it's love at first sight for him. But in his infatuated days, he fails to notice the approaching danger speeding down the road and finds himself at death's door. He gets a visit by Trukkun, but Trukkun fails. He does not end up in a parallel world. Aww. Barely alive, thanks to the girl's intervention, Nasa musters the courage to confess his love for her, fearing he might, she might otherwise vanish from his life. She accepts his proposal on one condition, marriage, to which Nasa gladly accepts before passing out from his injuries. He then wakes up and she's gone. Oh. Yeah. So he then has to <laughs> recover. She's been yeeted by the truck. Um, after recovering from his injuries, Nasa tosses aside his previous ambitions and dedicates his life to finding the girl that's captured his heart, yet several years pass to no avail. And then one night, an unexpected visitor comes knocking on his door, and Nasa finds himself facing a woman who will forever change his life. His waifu. His wife changed his life? His wife changed his life. Is she happy? Because that's the key to a happy life. She looks happy life, happy happy wife, happy life. Exactly. Yeah. Um, she seems very happy. Oh, yeah. She, she seems very pleased to be marrying him. And she seems like... Uh, I, I sent this video to my partner and she went, I love her. She's cheeky. I like this straight away. Yeah. And I'm just like, of course you would. You're cheeky. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's very... Look, the the Mal forums are very excited for this. It has its own hype thread. There's literally a thread there just called Hype. Oh, wow. And it's got about seven pages on it last check. Hype, 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 hype. A lot of people were very excited. Um, I love the fact that his name is NASA as well. Being a space geek, I'm just straight up there. Um, The manga's most recent chapter as well is very self-aware. The chapter is called Manga is Good and All, but watch the anime. <laughs> <laughs> that says a lot then. Yeah. Um, it's apparently a very wholesome series. And to quote one of the comments in that hype friend, buffet of handholding is incoming. Yeah. I, you know, I can see it. And it's a very rare thing to see in um, anime, the handholding and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, we talk about that or is that too lewd? That's too, it's too dangerous. You cannot talk about the handholding, you <laughs> sicko. Um, this... I'm look. This is very cute. I'm really keen for this. Yes, yeah. am I? Like, I mean, that should be abs- of absolutely no surprise to anyone because I'm a massive dork and love my. Romance. I just want some cute anime. Oh, Come I on, feel like, like we're the cute anime squad. Yeah, like, I we, think we so. Kind of I feel and it. So, so is Kenny as well. He loves the the chilled out anime too. Really? So there you go. Um, but yeah, that's definitely like that's definitely one of the ones I'm going to be watching this season. Mm-hmm. Like, if I have to pick three, that's that's in there. Um, but look. 
it is going to be airing at, uh, as we said, Saturdays. It should end up on the streaming services. It looks really good. It's the other Crunchyroll original, so I have high hopes for the fact that they will put a lot of you know time and effort into promoting it and looking after it. You have high, high hopes for a living? I do. I do. I do. They're over the moon, you might say. Oh. oh. <laughs> Why am I here? <laughs> Welcome to Dad Joke Central featuring Aaron and Kyle. <gasps> you got my name right. I did. <laughs> I considered calling you Kenny for a laugh. But, oh, well. um, okay. Let's go a bit witchcrafty. And I do I do think considering we're heading October, um, it is the season for it. So, um, oh, sorry. Before we head to that, we've got to go to the celestial plane and to the gods. Um, this is um, one I almost missed. And you ah. two pulled me back in on it because yes. it actually looks pretty good. Yes, yes, yes. Um, the day I became a god. Now, I immediately went, uh, Harui Suzumi, are you there? <laughs> um, and uh, everyone went, no. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I saw this and I saw the cheekiness of the god, the mm. goddess, and I was like, oh, you got me. You got me good. That's mm. exactly what I'm in for. I'm in for cheeky, chaotic, like, let's have some fun. Mm. <laughs> yeah, like, Carl was talking to me before it and he was like, oh, it's just like Index. And, you know, oh, I was like, mm. oh, you know, I'm not, I like Index, but I'm not a big fan of her. Mm. But let's watch the trailer. And... The more you watch the, the you trailer, watch. Mm-hmm. I was less thinking, Kyle, why are you saying this? Like, this is going to be one of the ones we're all yeah, going to be talking so about. Yeah, so what happened was I started watching it and then, you know, they had her doing her serious talk for the first third of the trailer. Yeah. And then the next third of the trailer is her being immensely irritating. Yeah. They've purposely <laughs> selected all the things which I dislike about Index from a certain magical Index mm. and Railgun. The things that annoy me, like, you know, abusive characters who take advantage of a person's goodwill, yeah. good nature, you know, ruin their life, cause problems for them. And I just immediately go, no, you're not a you're not a good character. Yeah. If, that's the, if that's your core dynamic, that's not a good dynamic to Understandable. have. And then I switched it off and I didn't watch the last third because I thought it was just going to be more of it. No, there's more. There is more. There's a lot more. She gets so playful. Uh, yeah. She's like a kitten. She is. Turns out the world's ending in 30 days. Um, so what there are stakes? There are actual stakes. And what is the god doing on the on you know planet Earth if the, the if it's ending in 30 what's days? What's she doing with that guy? Yeah. Why yeah. is this guy important? Is he is you know as the title suggests is he going to become the god? Yeah. So I mean, as soon as I saw PA Works as well, I'm a big fan of PA Works, and I mm. was like, Kyle, come. on. On like <laughs> how you stick in the mud, Kyle. But then, like me and Aaron looked at each other, like, no, we are definitely going to be talking about this one. I feel like we're going to be talking about this one in weeks to come. As I think you might be right, to be yeah. honest. I think this will be one that does get brought up during our opening chats a few times, Ooh. depending on how the story progresses. Yeah, promising. So, um, I mean, well, I'm definitely going to give it at least three episodes. I might even, you know, stretch it to four, just in case that that twist, that, that twist, yeah, yeah. Twist, yeah. Um, and then then I'll make my decision. Because I am curious to see when that twist is going to happen. I reckon they'll do like the whole three things with a build up, and then something bang, that will be it. Yeah, I I, I kind of get the feel like it will follow a similar character interaction as Index and yeah. uh, Tokugou in the, um, and, and Railgun and mm. Index where like you know the first episode will be him meeting her yep. her imposing herself on his life yep. the next episode will be her meeting his friends at school and then I think the third episode something will happen at the school and the big reveal about the world ending will happen yeah. there yeah. and that's where the twist comes in so we'll, we'll see I'd be very impressed if they managed to fit that all in the first episode that oh, might th- feel a bit rushed yeah. so 
But if God of High School proves anything, you can rush a lot of things and still have a good pace. You can, you can. Um, but the summary for it, because I don't think we touched on the summary. No, we didn't we touch on the summary. No. Yeah. Um, Yota Narukumi is a high schooler who planned to spend his last summer vacation, like most others, preparing for his university's entrance exams. But when a young girl named Hina approaches him, saying she's a god, his summer vacation suddenly becomes anything but ordinary. Yeah. It's ordinary summer. This could also be the ones where you could see in the conventions again with the cosplayers as well. Yeah, this Easily. definitely this definitely tights, uh, tailors towards that uh, cosplay look. Um, so does um, the... Uh, I forgot to mention it because we, we, we talked about it at length, but earlier we were talking about... Jujutsu? No. Um, well, yes, that a, one too. That too, but yeah. a solely bouquet. Yes, oh, 100%. That definitely oh, yeah. leans towards the um, cosplay community as I well. I so oh, want to see groups of that. Like, yeah. Yes. It will happen. I would love yeah. to see happen. them. like Because obviously the outfit you can make... You know, a simple template which everyone could use, and then add whichever their individual flourish yeah. from because it. Because they do have the school uniform, but the weapon, the weapon, the weapons are going to be interesting. It's very mm. ruby esque with the weapons. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like the weapons. Oh yes, got of course, I saw that. Yeah, base form, and then they sort of transform depending on the runes. Yeah, that's but kept like on them, that's yeah. more for later. Yeah. So, um, the day I became a god is on Sunday midnight, which is Monday morning. So yes. I had to clarify this: it's Saturday night, Sunday morning midnight. Okay. That one in the middle. Oh. So this will be available on the Sunday. Sunday. Um, PA Works, as we discussed, um, we we love PA Works. They've done is this so the only many. PA Works? This is the only PA Works this season. There's, there's actually a few major studios have, that do not have anything this season. How um, strange is that? There's nothing from Wit this season. Yeah. At all. Um, Mappa's got a few, obviously. Mappa's got quite a few this season. Mappa's hitting hard. Yeah. Hard, yeah. Um, but there are, there are quite a few studios who we're used to talking about. KyoAni, obviously, are well, um, focusing on their films at the moment yep. to get them finished and sorted. Um, what was the other one? Um, we haven't seen anything from Geno, I don't think, either. Nope. We haven't seen anything Trigger, nothing. from... Uh, 8-Bit do have a stu- uh, have something coming out, but that's a... Um, it's a sequel. Okay. Um, but that's their only one this season as well. Like, I think a lot of them have taken a step back. Well, I mean, obviously with COVID as well, I think they may be waiting till next year when we can mm. get really back into it. So I'm, so, I, But I'm being yeah. really honest with you. I'm very surprised with PA Works and the fact yeah. that they only had one. Yeah. Because PA normally have two or three. Two or three at yeah. least in a year. Um, so this is going to be on Anime Lab, Funimation, Hulu and Wackenim. Um, first one starts, well, after our episode goes to S. There you go. Yeah. Hey. Um, it'll it'll definitely be worth checking out. So let's um, let, let, let's uh, recenter ourselves back into October Ween. Um, Wandering Witch, The Journey of Elena. Now, this, I kind of got... I, I'm not sure... I get very bittersweet vibes from it. Yeah. Like, it looks like she's trying to do her best, but, like, no matter how she tries, people have ulterior motives. Yeah. Um, it, it's an adventure fantasy by Studio C2C. Um, C2C? Roman light novel. Yeah, C2C did Hitori Bocci, Harakana Receive, which is the volleyball one. Oh. Um, and President, It's Time for Battle. So they haven't really done anything... Super big. Like, I mean, to be honest, out of all of them, Hitori Bocci probably had got the most... Um, discussion around it because it was talking about social anxiety um everything else that they've done kind of are the ones that they just kind of they just seem to miss the mark somehow so um no no offense to anyone who really enjoyed you know shibato it's time for battle or or harakuna receive when you compare them to the other things in that season they didn't stand out so um 
this looks really sweet, but as you said, bittersweet. And that's that's the big concern that I think a lot of us have for this. Because the story, the synopsis for it is a bit of a mess, as is the light novel synopsis it's based on. And it starts off going, Once upon a time there was a witch named Alina who set off on a journey across the world. Being a traveller, she came across many people and countries while continuing her journey. A country that only accepts magicians, a muscle-loving giant, a youth wanting to return the lover their lover from the grasp of death, a princess left alone in a ruined kingdom, and the story of the witch herself up until now and from now on. But with each meeting, Elena would become a small part of their story and her own world would get a little bit bigger. This doesn't really tell us anything. No. And that's the problem. I'm not impressed with that write-up, to be honest. Neither am I. And I've had a look around at different sites to find other people's write-ups and rewordings of it. They haven't got anything else either. Like, it just seemed boring to me. Like, we've seen it already, like, with so many. Well, this... Reminds me of Kino's journey from a few years ago. Okay. So the, the one where it's the it's the girl, but she looks like a boy riding her talking motorcycle around. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where you know each episode would be episodic, self-contained with a new location. New location. So yeah. there wouldn't necessarily be an overarching story. But the way that trailers presented suggests there is an overarching story. Mm. So we'll we'll have to give it a few episodes to see. I'm not really going to pin my hats on it and say yeah definitely this is one to check out but it could turn good or it could turn rubbish it could surprise i feel like it will go rubbish though um so look if you do want to check it out anime lab funimation have confirmed that wackenim still finishing off finalizing the deals that kind of says a lot to me as well that it's just two streaming services that are yeah oh well essentially one really but the first episode doesn't come out till friday so it's still got a week okay um so that because as we noticed like even with love live there's been delays to when the announcement for the streams happens at the true, moment. True, true. And the fact that um, Anime Lab and Funimation have already put their hand up and there's still a week to go suggests that there might be some existing information about it. They know that we don't. Or it's just a cheap one that they could pick up. Or, or it could be up. a cheaper yeah. one. I mean, it's as I said, C2C not known for being very big. So they're... they're I'm leaning more be towards being a cheapie. cheapie. So. Um, but we will see. Um, Fridays, 9pm at night. Also an early slot when you consider. Very early. So yeah. maybe it's targeted towards children. Maybe it's a children... Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. We'll, we'll, see. well, I mean, well, that that brings us on to our next one, which has a wonderful time slot of Saturday at five thirty. Ooh, peak yeah. airing peak time. Peak airing time, and that's Yashahime Princess Half of Demon. Of course. Um, now that might sound familiar to some of you. I can let you know why. This is the Inuasha sequel everyone's been waiting for. I, I'm I'm excited, and I haven't seen much of Inuasha, but I Same absolutely here. love I'm, Rumiko I'm, Takahashi. Yeah. She is a god in my eyes. Mm. Um, she's also Japan's most rich woman. Uh, really? mo- she's the most she most rich woman. What is it like? Um, she is she, out of every female business person in Japan. She has the most money. Okay. Because of how well of her her manga series have done internationally. Dang. So um, this is Sunrise, who originally did Inuasha. Um, oh yes, they did, didn't they? Yeah, so they're back on board. They actually have the original, some of the original team on board for Amazing. it as well. Oh. So in, that includes not just directors and sound advisors, but animators as well. So that means they can get like flashback scenes that aren't necessary flashback scenes. Yep, with the original characters, and it will actually look, look like right. Them. Yeah, uh, unlike Boruto so, and Naruto. So yeah, um, <laughs> <laughs> so the daughters of Sesohamaru. Sashomaru. 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 and I stuffed it again. And Inuasha set out on a journey transcending time. In feudal Japan, half demon twins Toa and Setsuna are separated from each other during a forest fire while desperately searching for her younger sister. Toa 
Kurama wanders into a mysterious tunnel that sends her to present-day Japan, where she is found and raised by Hagoma Higurashi's brother, Sota, and his family. Mm. Ten years later, the tunnel that connects the two eras reopens, allowing Toa to be re- reunited with Setsuna, who is now a demon slayer working for Kohaku. But to Toa's shock, Setsuna appears to have lost all memory of her older sister. Mm. So joined by Moroha, the daughter of Inuasha and Kagome, the three young women travel between the two eras on an adventure to regain their missing pasts. Even it's, if I've never oh, seen so the good. original, I've just that write-up alone makes me want to watch it. And it says a lot when both Funimation and Crunchyroll have the rights. Yeah. Because they're fighting over it. Yeah. This is going to be huge. I thought that the twins were Inuyasha's kids. No. This this is a new spin. I wasn't expecting yeah. that. So yeah, no, um they're they're um I think the kids belong to someone who was a rival or something to okay. Inuyasha or is Seshomaru in- was Inuyasha's brother? Yeah. Half brother, half brother, um, who had full demon blood, but Inuyasha only had half demon yeah. blood. So, yeah. So th- th- there's a lot that they can explore with this, and I love the fact that it's three girls this time as well. So mm. the romance angle won't necessarily it be won't a big be part there, of the but story. we might see it well, eventually. I'm, I mean, let, let's be honest. This is a modern adaptation. It could have a Yuri element to it. It'd yeah. be very know. surprised. Yeah, I'd be very surprised if they did because they were very like like a lot of Rumiko Takahashi's mm. um, stories. It's always a will they or they won't they yeah the it's always alluded to it never actually because yeah. ran this is the lady who created ranma and a half what a legend um inuasha urasai yatsuri my Koku, like they're all big shoujo mangas which mm. do which did really well during that initial 90s push when we had mm. japanese manga and yeah. anime come to the west yeah um and you know she's uh, fun fact rumiko takahashi is actually the best-selling comic artist female comic artist in history Wow. Really? Yeah. She has over 100 million copies of her various works in print, and her works are famous worldwide, with many of them being the forerunners for the international anime expansion. It doesn't surprise me, though. No. It doesn't. And but she's that's so incredible. lovely, too. Mm. And she's on as an advisor for the series as See, well. That was what I like. That's liked. good. Yeah. So none of this, oh, we're just going to take it. No, no. She's on board and she's part of it. It's going to be great. That's good. So this is on Crunchyroll Funimation. That was the initial information given. Okay. We are under, I am under the impression it's going to Anime Lab. Wackenim and Amazon Prime in Japan. Well, it's Funimation, definitely Anime Lab, 100%. Yeah. So, actually, so, I'm pretty sure they've been promoting it on Anime Lab. Oh yeah, there might be. Yeah, there might be. But um, yeah, at least for the official release on the page, it hasn't been up there yet. Yet, yet. It will probably change this weekend. Mm. Um, Saturdays at 5:30, which is meaning it's for family, basically. Yeah. So yeah. this is a whole family watch. Um, this actually has already been given a rating. Oh, with PG-13. Really? Yeah, there you go. Um, however, the Australian rating is M. Interesting. I guess we would grade things on a different mark. Yeah. So it's, I mean, it's kind of interesting. Like when we were talking about Higurashi when they cry, Mm. it's R18, R17 plus in Japan and America. And for us, we've given it MA15. Oh. Yeah. So it kind of varies depending on region, obviously. But I mean, I think the M in our case might be for the... Well, the uh, supernatural scenes, yeah, which is go. something we have, which for some reason pushes things into the M category. Yeah, um, But go figure. Um, either way, it's going to be fantastic. Oh, yeah. So definitely yeah, looking definitely. forward to this. And guess what, guys? 
that is the end of wow. all the new series. <laughs> we are at two hours. I'm so sorry, listeners. Um, we've got one last thing to run you through very quickly. We'll be right back after this. Kawaii Fire Radio. That's a lot of anime. Oh, there's so many. No, I didn't watch them all. Awesome anime. Okay, let's get stuck in. It's the it's the end game now. It's the final countdown. The final countdown. <laughs> <laughs> so let's quickly run through all the sequels that are coming. So there is a lot of third seasons coming out this season. Um, but the three we want to quickly mention, Dan Machi. Mm. So is it wrong to pick up Girls in a Dungeon? Its third <laughs> season is coming, and that's hot off the tails of its second season last year. So, or actually, was that even the beginning of this year? No, it was the beginning of this year. Beginning of this yeah. year, yeah. Um, that's on everything. Yeah. Anime On Demand, Annie Plus Asia, Billy Billy, Crunchyroll, High Dive, Wacken Him. Saturdays uh, in the morning at uh, half past midnight. So that will be on streaming yeah, services. So it's a popular one. Yeah. Um, we're not sure how many episodes, probably 12 based on the prior yep. seasons. It's JC Star. So go there figure. There you go. Um, Golden Kamoi mm. s- third season is coming. Now, Golden Kamoi, um, I- I've got a-, a soft spot for Golden Kamoi, if I'm being honest. I've only seen the half first half of the first season so okay. i need to finish it um but because of how much it focuses on um indigenous ainu characters in it oh. that gives me that that makes me feel really good because it's a culture that deserves to be shared yes. um so season three of golden kamoi um in Hokkaido, the far northern lands of Japan, sugimoto survived the russo-japanese war of the meiji area and during the war Uh, Well, after the war, he now seeks the riches promised by the gold rush in hopes of saving the widowed wife of his now-deceased Conrad during the war. During his hunt for the gold, he finds hints of a hidden stash of gold left by corrupt criminals. And after partnering with an Ainu girl that saves his life from the harsh climates of the north, they venture into a survival adventure to race against the criminals and find the gold. The third season, I won't give you any spoilers about it, but let's just say that um, the party's been broken up. Oh, no. Um, and that's all I'll say. I won't tell you why. I won't tell you how. Um, it's done by Geno Studio, mm-hmm. um, the only one they're doing this season as well. We, they've done the prior two seasons. It's on Anime Lab, Crunchyroll, and Funimation okay. from 11 uh, p.m. on Monday nights. Yeah. Um, so expect it on Tuesday on most platforms, I'd say. So this will be one people will be watching. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it's got quite a big, um, quite a Huge. big following on yeah, it, especially yeah. those who are history buffs, because it looks at a lot of things in the Meiji era. Ah, uh, so it, it's it's pretty good. Not gonna lie, and of course the big one, mm-hmm. potentially the finale, but I believe there should be one more part of Haiku. You reckon? I reckon Haiku will have a film, and that'll be the final. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. So Haiku to the po- top part two. It's uh, continuing following the Karasuno High School volleyball team as they continue to reach to the top top. top at the Nationals tournament. Um, It's airing on Saturdays at 2.25 a.m. And it's by production IG. Once again, as we said, they have been looking after Haikyuu since the start. Mm. Um, Watch it on Crunchyroll, PG rating, of course. A quick word for Golden Kamoi, that is an R18 series as well, just because of the violence um, more than anything else. Now, quickly, let's uh, cover off the usual suspects because they're always running and they're always going for too long. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know which one you're talking about. Yep. So Black Clover has passed episode 145. Baruto's passed episode 167. One Piece is now at 943. Wow. And here's the thing. 
One Piece is heading into its final arc of its manga. So That's what's been rumoured, but until I see it, I won't believe no, it. No, there is an official, official announcement, announcement in the Shonen Jump magazine two oh, months ago. Yeah. Yep, he said it is the final arc. So, um, But that could be another 100 chapters. Yeah. Easily. So, <laughs> it's, um, yeah. And Detective Conan has just passed 982 Crazy, chapters. Yeah. Detective Conan has no desire to end. No chill. No chill. Um, so that's going to keep going. Um, I don't think, like, ju- just mathematically, we mention this every season, One Piece cannot surpass Detective Conan, mathematically speaking, because they're both weekly mangas and mm. One Piece is literally a year behind. So it's, you know. Well, I mean, maybe if Detective... Nah, you're right. De- Detective happen. Conan won't end because yeah. of how popular it is. Like they, li- The airport where Detective Conan's headquarters is set has permanent statues in place for it. Yeah. So it's it's huge. And they do like tours around the area. Yeah. Burrito's one I'm curious about because I actually dropped a ship with that one as well. Yeah. Um, I, I've heard that it kind of didn't do very well. It's and then they did sad. a time travel arc to go back and meet Jiraiya. Yeah. Oh. So they bring Jiraiya back, but then obviously you have to relive the loss of Jiraiya. Oh. Which who wants to do that? Yeah. So that I, I, I've heard a lot of a lot of people in the community kind of dropped it because they didn't want to go through that heartbreak again. Mm. I don't know how widespread that is. I've just seen that on quite a few forums. Mm. So I, I can understand that. I'm um, surprised they even made one sixty seven episodes to this point now. Actually, yeah. To be honest, um, now um, there are not many big OVAs coming, but there is. I think the fifth. Uh, reincarnated as a slime OVA is on oh, its wow. way. So that's coming because um, basically they did um, the mangas mm. 12th, 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th and 17th volume have an OVA bundled with them. Yeah. So Dang. each one of them has one and this should be number five. And Orosuke's OVA, so that is Are You the Only One That Loves Me? The one with the infamous Benchkun. Um, uh. That's final OVA, which is essentially its final episode, okay. is getting released, um, which will tell you who he ends up with. And oh, everything. cool. So, is that a Baskin Robbins release? <laughs> <laughs> no, Blu-ray. it's a Blu-ray release, Blu-ray. not a Baskin Robbins release. <laughs> um, cool. So that's all the shows that are coming. Let's very quickly run through the films. Um, we don't know when a lot of these are coming because obviously international releases are an utter mess at the moment. Um, but Made in Abyss, Dawn of the Deep Soul. Oh my goodness. Now, me. this is not going to be pretty. Um, R18 Plus for very good reason. Um, this is the follow on story from the Made in Abyss series, <sighs> following on with Bone Drew, the legendary White Wrestle. It's, I, I've read the manga. I know what happens in this story. No one is going to have a good time. Go in there prepared for some pretty nasty stuff. Having a bad time. Having a bad time. <laughs> I, I love Made in Abyss. I think it was one of the I best animes ever I made. I love it. But I'm it scared is to rewatch horrifying. it. Um, this is by Cinema Citrus, who did the original. That's yeah. releasing um, on September 24th. It released in Japan. We're seeing the release here in Australia Very this soon, month. Yes. And Japan, uh, not Japan, America, I believe, November. is end of October, yeah. beginning of November, yeah. depending. Um, so we will see. I haven't heard any release information for the UK, unfortunately. No. So um, keep an eye on the local Odin cinemas because they're usually the ones who pick it up. Um, Burn the Witch. This sounds exciting. This is this looks pretty good. Um, this is actually now available on Crunchyroll to watch. Yeah, for free. So, good news there. Burn the Witch is by Studio Colorido and Team Yamahitsuji. I don't know who Yamahitsuji are, but Team Colorido are the ones who recently did the Pokemon Twilight Wings videos. 
um, and they were really pretty. Mm. Those are beautiful. Yeah. Um, this is an action magic fantasy seri- uh, film. It's PG, and it's only going to run for an hour and three minutes, so Crunchyroll have split it up into three episodes. Okay. So you can watch it episodically. Yeah. Sort of like what they did with Try. Yeah, with Digimon Try, yeah. Same thing, yeah. Um, so... I love this as well. Historically, 72% of all the deaths in London are related to dragons, fantastical beings, invisible to the majority of the people. Yes, and 98% of statistics are made up. So So while unknown to most, some people have been standing up to these dragons. Only inhabitants of reverse London who live in the hidden reverse side of London can see the dragons. And even then, only a select few become qualified enough as witches or wizards to make direct contact with them. I'm really like, I think we might have to do a Kawaii extra on this this in the next week or so. So they live in Nodnol? Yeah, not no, not no, not no. It's how you say London in reverse. Mm. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, this one looks really good. Um, the initial, uh, it literally dropped on Friday, and the initial yeah. reaction online is pretty good. So I like the fact that it's also set in like London. Like with those, yeah, it's a bit different, isn't it's it? It's good, and it's it just sets to you know because oh, you think Harry Potter as well. So like, yeah, that's initially where I went when I said yeah. reverse London. I went to Diagon Alley. Diagon Alley. <laughs> is yeah. this like modern or yeah? I think yeah, it I believe is. so. Oh, if if it's mo- if it's not modern, then it's in the last hundred years. Yeah. Oh, okay. So there are motor vehicles in it. Oh. Yeah, I do see that. But I think they might be like the old Model T Ford style thing. So mm, it could be like, like 1950s, 1920s. Yeah. Um, I'm in. I'm yeah, definitely into I'm this in. one. So yeah, I think this will be good. Um, Demon Slayer movie is finally uh, heading to yeah. screens. So everyone's getting quite excited by that. Um, the issue at this point is we have no runtime. Uh, the only thing we have is that it's got a 15th of October release date. Um, that is continuing doing the Infinity Train arc of the comics. The hype train. Yeah, oh. get on the hype train. So Mugen Train, uh, action, demons, historical, shown, and supernatural. If you've watched, you know, Demon Slayer at all, you know the hype. Mm. Like you, yeah. you get why people are excited for so this. So I haven't actually watched the series in full, but I've Ooh. watched the standout episodes, and those standout episodes on its own mm. amazing Incredible. Yeah. so even if I don't you know what I'm actually going to watch it before I go and see oh, the movie oh yeah definitely um, I'd still think I'd find a lot of enjoyment just seeing it as a standalone as well mm. Mm. this is also UFO tables only see, uh, thing this season oh there we go so they, they normally do have one um, didn't series. they have one at the start of the year yeah they did mm. um, they normally have one series a season but it's normally not a big one is it UFO table how it's pronounced because I've always said ufotable that's a good question. <laughs> I thought it was affordable as well. I thought it was UFO table. Well, the UFO isn't capitalized. Oh, affordable? Affordable. Well, is, it's affordable then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, UFO table, also known correctly as affordable. <laughs> don't, don't quote me on if that. If someone can tell, like, email us and let us know what it's actually. Yeah, going to be. I, I might go onto their wiki later and double check. They'll put like the pronunciation there. Um, but yeah, that's um, coming to cinemas in Japan the fifteenth of October. Um, that already has an English release teed up with Funimation. Funimation, yep. I believe. Um, and I think that's December. It's November or December was the plan. Yeah, we will I would see what see. happens. Um, so that because it's getting the dub treatment, mm. um, that then brings us to a Kyo Annie thing. We always love to talk about Kyo Annie. Who doesn't love to talk yeah. about Kyo Annie? Shining stars in the industry. So is this the first thing they came out with this year? Yes, technically yes. Yeah. Um, this is the first thing which has been finished this year. So this is the Violet Evergarden, the movie, not yeah. the recap movie which was released last year. Oh, thank goodness! This for is that. the sequel movie to the light novel okay. series so this is due was due i should say 17th of september mm. it has come out in japan mm. and it's done exceedingly well it would 
it's done exceedingly well for what it is. It runs for two hours twenty, so it's by no means like a cheap, you know, short run film. Like we, you know, I mean, no, no offense to Burn the Witch, it wasn't designed to be a full length film. It was meant no. to be a feature. Yeah. Um, but we do often see films that are, you know, marketed as a film, as a movie length production, and they're only an hour. Mm. So um, it's really nice to see two hours twenty of animation. I mean, the quality we know is going to be amazing because it's Kyoani. But um, yeah, this is looking really good. And this is the sequel of the auto-memory doll uh, story of Violet. And she can't forget her former employer, Gilbert, and actually ends up meeting his brother. Wow. So I, I, I'll i leave it at that because any more is a bit spoilerific. Yeah, but yeah. It, it looks really good. Yeah, it I mean, really Violet good. Evergarden, you cannot go wrong. Keon, any you can't ever, yeah. ever go wrong I mean, with it took me quite a bit to get into Violet Evergarden until I realized it was meant to be a slice of life. Yeah. It's not meant to be like a, you know, deep mystery thing. It's meant to be showing and the relationship. And that's where people get people. confused with that one as well. Yeah. They always think, oh, it's meant to be more than what it is. It's not. No. It's a slice of life. It's a slice of life. Yeah. It's, what it, it's there for what it is. And, you know, I'm I'm glad that it is it is what it is because I'm I'm pretty keen on it. Yeah. Um, brings us to our last three. Um, this is one you were actually asking about. Yes, Farrah. I was. Love Me, Love Me Not. This is A1 Pictures' latest film. Again, um, love it. A one hour, 43 minutes runtime, released the 17th of September. Um, this is... Uh, this is a love story. Let's not beat around the bush. This it's is a, a love, love story. story. You know, it's it's going to be romantic. It's going to be schooly. It's going to be shoujo. It's going to be cute. Um, and at the moment, we have no Western release information. Which is breaking my heart. So I think this will be sort of like, you know, some of the the shorter films we see that, you know, they're, they're not necessarily well known. So they get a release the, date further down I mean, the track. It's A1 Pictures, which is kind of connected to Sony. So I'm assuming Funimation and, oh, um, and yeah. Madman will actually probably pick it up. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised. We'd probably get it maybe January next year. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. January, February. So we'll, we'll, we'll see definitely it get it. Goes. There's no question because... That's their market, really. So Yeah. Um, so the last two simile are romance. There's a lot of romance out at the moment. Uh, well, planned to come out. So Kimi Wakanata, um, which releases the 26th of November, and that's by Digital Network Animation, who've mm. done a few other films, but they're not massively well-known. And Happy Go Lucky Days, which is by Linden Films Kyoto Studio. Uh, that's Actually, that's a thought. We haven't seen much from Linden Films this no, season. No, we haven't. Because Linden Films normally have three out almost every season. It's insane. Wow. So, so do you reckon it was because of COVID? Because I feel like I this feel is... like it is. Yeah. I, I wonder if it like how we were saying, like maybe it's the perfect time for them to step back and reassess their approach. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah, Aaron's just sitting there going, these romance films are, uh, they're very nice. They're very pretty. <laughs> so pretty. <laughs> so pretty, I've sent. Um, but um, Kimi Wakanata um, has a very similar visual look to it as um, Children of the Sea. <gasps> Which yeah. was fantastic. Um, and that, that went very different at the end, which was pretty cool. Um, go back and listen to our Kawaii Extra on Children of the Sea if you want to know what we're talking about mm-hmm. there. Because, whew. Um, And Happy Go Lucky Days is actually a compilation film. So this oh. is four or three different stories. They haven't confirmed. Because they st- in there, it's an omnibus anime telling the stories of the wedding of an ex, a student and a teacher in an all-boys school, which, you know, is a oh. bit of a... Dangerous. This could be a very dangerous one. Mm-hmm. Real. I feel this won't. The and rating will be interesting. Yeah, childhood friends whose bodies and hearts change with adolescence, and that's meant to be a Yuri tale. So there's a Yaoi tale, a Yuri tale, and a, a tale controversial to... tale. Well, the the controversial tale is the Yaoi tale. Yeah. <gasps> so yeah. I don't know if it's a 
if it's yaoi in the sense that there is actual intimacy between oh them, dear. or if it's I admire this teacher so much, I actually think I love him, For and then they meet later. Minutes, old. Though that's interesting. Yeah. So this this is what I'm saying about the ones which aren't that full length, but they are, you know, presented as films. This could be good. It could also be dangerous as far as what the local classification board see. To be honest, I don't see this being localized here. Yeah, me either. So it's a shame as well because the the video footage I've seen of it, Mm. like the trailers, is really nice. Yeah, but the 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 energy the energy it has is quite wholesome. But as you said, that content could cause a problem. Yeah, I mean, especially with you know some legal cases that have been around the world in the last ten years. Yeah, so. We'll have to wait and see. If it does get released, my guess would probably be Sentai Films might take it on. Yeah, Sentai. I could see Sentai doing but, it. Yeah, I can't see it as a Western release, unfortunately. No. Um, Kimi Wakanata will be interesting as well, but uh, Kimi Wakanata is 26th of November in Japan. Happy Go Lucky is 23rd of October in Japan. So we will keep our ears and eyes open, mm. and if we do hear it's coming to an international shore near you, we'll let you know. And guess what? What? We've finally reached the end. Are you serious? We're finally We're out of here. anime. Wow! <laughs> Light at the end of the tunnel. We've done. We've done so well. It's been Whoa. such a such a big and a massive thing, and I think we've earned this. Yeah, yeah. Well done, team. This has been exhausting. This I'm not going to lie. Um, <laughs> I finished my smoothie. You finished your... <laughs> s- <laughs> no. It couldn't be possible. Um, so, <laughs> look, we, we will have to uh, wrap it up here, thankfully. We're at, I think that makes it about two hours 20. It's a big one, It's a big boy. episode, and these usually are. Um, but we haven't had one this big in a while. Uh, we'll be right back after this. Yes, that is where we need to leave things for this episode. Thanks so much for joining us. But before we wrap up, what are your picks of this season? Your top three, the ones that make you go, oh, I've got to watch that. Now, I'll give you a moment to think because Loz and Kenny have already messaged me in to let me know their choices and we'll quickly go through them. So Loz, as we suggested, would be very interested in Taiso Samurai, the gymnastics one by Mappa. Higurashi When They Cry is on her list as well and Hypnosis Mike. Can't blame her there. No, that's a good choice. Mm. Kenny is on Akuma Drive, um, which is the cyberpunk-looking one. Uh, Yashihime, Princess Half-Demon, the Inuasha sequel. And Ikebekuru, Westgate Park, which I really I really can't fault him on that one. So it's 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 looking good. Was that Kenny Kenny's choices? It was Kenny oh. Kenny's choices, not Aaron <laughs> Kenny or Farrah Kenny's choices. So it's it's pretty good, um, but yeah, I'm I'm quite looking forward to seeing where this all kind of goes. What are you guys feeling? Um, I'm feeling Grace of Gods. Oh yeah, because love that slime ranching. Yep. Um, Sleepy Princess, very cute. Very cute. And Assault Lily. Yeah, I, I can't disagree on Assault Lily. That's I, I was initially a bit skeptical. Now I'm very invested. Oh, yeah. Because, well, let's be honest, it doesn't take much to get me invested. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Farrah, thoughts? You know, it's got to be Love Live for me. What a surprise. surprise. Wow. Is the other one Hypnosis, Mike? Yes. Oh, and what's Um, it? Is is it Dropout Idol Fruit Tart? Okay, so they're kind of. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, yeah, I, look, I'm going for all the idle ones this season. That's fair. 100. percent Also, I mentioned Talentless Nana. I haven't. We haven't talked about it, but no, we haven't talked about Talentless Ooh. Nana. I completely forgot. But Talentless Nana is one which is kind of feels a bit like My Hero Academia. Yeah. But we won't know until we watch it, and it could. This is one of the ones that could be excellent or very or bad, utterly bad. So we figure until we watch it, we aren't going to mention it. So I'm giving you the three. Out. We'll let you know next episode. Three, yeah. Yeah. Um, in my case, Ikebekuro Westgate oh, yes. Park. Um, I really just can't say no to that. I'm also really up for Tonikawa Over the Moon for you, the Crunchyroll original. Oh yeah. And to be honest, just for the for how nutty it looks, Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, that's that's the big shonen one for this season. I'm I want to give it a go. So next episode. Halloween is coming. Ooh. Yeah. And that means it's time for our annual Halloween episode. Now, <laughs> after last year's vampire episode, we've got plenty to talk about this time around. So what's our creepy monster of choice this year? Tune in to find out. You'll have to find out because we're not going to give it away. Could it be witches? Could it be zombies? Could it be... Mummies. Could it even be something from Japan's folklore? Oh. We will find out very soon. So please do tune in. We will be back in two weeks' time with that. And if you enjoyed listening, make sure you like and subscribe to get our latest episodes straight to your device. And don't forget to head over to our Instagram, Facebook and Twitter pages for breaking anime news and videos. You've been listening to Wi-Fi Radio. Thank you so much again for joining us. And until next time, what's up, anime?